Today on Old World Fanatics, we're catching up on all the latest rule drops from GW, all about movement, formations and shooting, and we also cover Josh's first drop of his 400-point milestone, Slow Grow. Enjoy. Welcome to the Old World Fanatics, your Warhammer fantasy podcast to quench your hobby thirst for all things the old world. And I'm your host, Gomo, with my other hosts, Andrew and Josh. How is it? How is everyone, considering we're a day behind our usual schedule? Yeah, yeah, I was ready to go yesterday. And mm. You were, actually. Threw me, you, you threw me out of it. I was like, <laughs> oh, hang on. So, a bit yeah, rusty. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> were, you, were you very lost, like Monday night, with us wandering around? Yeah, I was like... You know that that meme of like old mate is like swinging on the swing and yeah. standing in the pool. Yeah, <laughs> it's very lost. Had all these opinions we wanted to, we wanted to unleash and we had no one to inflict it on. Yeah, exactly. I, and I, I sort of feel it's a little anticlimactic because I even um like oh, well, I did set my alarm, but I, I like I do tend to wake up in the middle of the night sometimes, and I was like, oh, it's three o'clock. I'll wake up and I'll just check if it does come out at three, and it um. I actually went straight to the website and the article was there. So I just skimmed it and I went, yeah, it's the shooting phase. I mean, how big is that? Like we waited for, like we'll get into yeah. this, but like it's it's funny. I, I feel like the shooting phase out of all of them is probably the least. I don't know. Maybe there's a lot of stuff in it, but I feel like without spoiling alert, I feel like it's pretty straightforward sometimes. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. It's funny. But it, 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 yeah, it's, it's good. It seems like it, but it seems like it has a, there could be a fair bit to unpack though. I'm no, sure that's we can right. And yeah, just so, but yeah, what we got on today, I guess we're going to go through some hobby, but yeah, we, we left it back a day just to, um, we're sort of out of whack with GW's schedule. They forgot to ask us about what our schedule was when they, um, they, they booked in their old world announcements yeah. every week. Buggers. I tried Buggers. to get them to do it midweek, but anyway. Um, no, <laughs> uh, Sunday night, I should say. But, um, yeah, so we pushed ours back to so we, we basically it comes out and then we can look at it during the day and then we record. So, I mean, yep. sometimes we'll do it on this day. I guess we'll see what happens and if GW change their schedule as it gets closer or not. So, yeah, we've got two of those old world almanac things to cover, which is mm. movement and shooting. So we'll get into yep. that. I think some of us have a little bit of hobby. I think Josh has got more hobby because he's got slow grow, his first slow yeah. grow drop and games they play yep. down in Melbourne. So we'll cover yep. that. Uh, we'll squish in some of the questions that we missed last week and and then we'll let people get back to their day, I guess. But, yeah, I mean, there's probably enough. There's a bit of meat on the bone to get through here. So, yep. yeah. Very meaty bone. We can, we can kick off on that. I mean, news-wise, I mean, there's – the whole segment we're going to talk about is news, I guess, because of old world <laughs> stuff. So I don't know if there yeah. was much more. The only thing I had um, that I saw floating around on the interwebs was, um, yeah, there's this YouTuber film, I don't even know how you say it, Film Deg Miniatures. I don't know if have you guys seen any of his videos. So he's, I don't even know how he's scored all this, but he, he basically lived around the corner from John Blanche and got into Mordenheim. Oh, and okay. so... Oh. He ended up interviewing John Blanche and stuff because he's a videographer. He's just a young guy. So he's not he's not someone with like now he has thousands of views on YouTube, but I don't think he was yeah. like massively known. He just yeah, just played games with um John Blanche and then um he interviewed uh Thomas Pyrinan and then he's done a two-parter on Rick Priestley as well. So cause they all go around Johns and play games. Yeah, right. So um they're worth looking at if you guys again, I'm pretty, you know, I'm, I'm I'm pretty into all this Games Workshop 
Citadel history, so it seems to be all the rage at the moment. So, yeah, if you haven't checked that one out, it's pretty cool actually. And Rick's sort of recollections of, um, you know, Warhammer up to about 5th edition, 6th edition when he sort of got out of it. But, yeah, it's worth, um, yeah, pretty interesting stuff actually. If anyone hasn't seen it, I'll put it in the show notes, I guess. Yeah, that's no, interesting. Yeah. But anyway, we'll um we'll get through hobby time first, I guess. Um do you want to oh, since I've been talking, might one I'll throw Andrew up first for <laughs> for hobby. What have you been well, up to in the last week or so? Mine's been quite easy, even though I've been super busy. Um I'm still organizing my vast collection. Um trying to sort out chaos uh skaven and well chaos demons so i didn't realize how much i had um so if anybody didn't know i was moving some stuff on and i have maybe like a hundred odd maybe groups of models like units Mm. and things or bigger stuff like the three um the Lords uh, of Change and stuff. Yeah, Lords got. of Change. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, like just Demon Prince. I've got like three Demon Princes as well. So there's just, yeah, there's all this stuff. You don't stuff. have a Bloodthirster, just... do you? Like the newer one. Nah, nah. No, I've got no, three of the old Zanch, school. Wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Nah, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, I've got some corn stuff, but nah, it's mainly, yeah, Zinch. And mm. I did have some um, Nurgle, but yeah. But anyway, I was doing that, and then um, I realizing how much you've got. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I did. So I did much. put together another unit of fire glaives for my chaos dwarves. Um, so I'm trying to get through all them. They're actually they frustratingly take quite a bit of time. Mm. Um, just getting them together because the arms just lining them up to want to hold the fire glaive in like a uniform sort of way. Um, just it just takes a bit of time. I used to have this really, really good hobby glue. Um, I got it in the US. I've been able to find something and it was kind of, um, it, it was like almost a gel-like consistency. So it was quite yeah. sticky when you got it. It was like a super glue, but it was just like quite jelly. So it was Does that really... mean you could like position it, but it, it yeah, didn't stick yeah, straight yeah. away, but it also did stick? Yeah, I, like I just got it held it, yeah. I think, to be honest, I think it was a cheap China cast thing that I bought years ago and it just even super glue wouldn't really glue it. It was the weirdest yeah. material. It was just, oh, shocking. Yeah. Yeah, just I like, you know, out. like the viscosity of mm-hmm. um, super glue, like can be super runny. Yeah. So, yeah, it was just, and I don't like plastic glue. I just use super glue. Um, but, yeah. I love yeah. plastic glue for plastic, but that's the only thing I use it for. You yeah. You like well, it for plastic? No, nah, I just, I've, like my previous dealings with it just takes too long. Uh, I'm sure they're I'm ooh. sure they're better and quicker now. I love it. Like I just glue it and it molds. It's it's like it's like yeah, because they melt them together. Yeah, but it welds it almost. Yeah, yeah. Although I must admit, sometimes there are situations where I'm glad I haven't used plastic glue mm, when yes. I want to take something apart. Take apart. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like just the other true. night, I was like, oh, I hope I haven't glued these rider's legs to the mount. Mm. And thank God I hadn't. <laughs> I was able to yeah, pull yeah. it off and change it over because I just had the forethought to use super glue. Sometimes I use it for heads as well. I use super glue for heads when I'm trying to put mounts on. I just like because you just want to change some. Occasionally, that's a good point it. though. I've never thought of that in terms of looking at the model, going, "Yeah, this is something I might want to take off or fiddle with it later." Because um, mm. you don't care about super glue breaking if it's not like a main thing. Like 
you don't care. Like if it's not something that's obviously going to break all the time. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah. if anything, having a weak point that's easily reglueable mm. is not the worst situation if something falls mm. on the floor because it means yeah. it's usually something that's pretty easy to repair. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Didn't know we'd go into the glue subject there. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's interesting. <clears throat> Did you, are you, um, so you're just assembling at the moment. You're like me with this, not that we're doing slow grow, but we sort of talked about it. <laughs> I don't think we got it. Yeah, yeah, just got so, a bit sidetracked. Yeah. It sounded good, like um, all, you know, intents and purposes. We were. I just told you, we hey, if, going you're not, to, if you're not but... lining up for a game, you just, it's just. Well, that's yeah, the thing. The it's, it's when you go in for the game, that's when get, that's what gives you the motivation. You go, that was really fun. Yeah. Can't wait yeah, for yeah. next month, you know. And yeah. if you're not getting that release, then um, yeah. Yeah, you're missing part of the. And then you walk away going, all that stuff I just did, it was crap. I need to repaint a whole <laughs> heap of new stuff because it didn't work. It's <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, funny. Nah, cool. Nah, well, um, yeah, like I said, I mean, I mean, you already sent me some pictures of some of those other chaos stuff, so I might, I might be in the market for some of it, but yeah. Yeah. How'd you go? Um, yeah, I mean, I'm getting through, I got those 40k orcs done. So, I mean, I don't want to talk too much about not, not old worldy stuff, but, um, it's the biggest struggle was that. It's hobby. It counts. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah, like the measures. interesting thing. I guess what I'm trying to do with them is it was the first, well, it is the first army since I've used contrast paint. So the whole <laughs> idea was that, well, uh, was can I paint an army pretty quick with contrast paints but still be up to my – because I don't know. I think I'm like a pretty good – it's not – it's more than battle ready but it's not like, you know, it's not you know, it's not like great painting but it's it looks good when it's all together. Do you know what I mean? That sort of You got quality. standards. You got yeah, standards yeah. for what and, you want to do. And I want yeah. the contrast yeah. paint to be the same but I want it to be quicker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, – and I'd – probably argue it's probably not because I end up like contrasting it and still layering it and, you know, fiddling it and stuff like yeah, that. But But as a result, like, and then with 40K, I've never, A, I've never painted 40K and then B, I was like, yeah, just new stuff. Like how do you do blacks? How do you do like, you, and then you want to put metal and that, I guess that's not contrast. And so, and even just the orc skin going through, I don't know, four or five different ways to do it on this 10 orc boy squad. So they, they look a bit weird because there's, different i mean i guess orcs would look different but um i think i've worked it out now so the next unit might go quicker now that i've sort of gone yeah i like that or i don't like that or you know i'm happy with that even though it's not great you know that type of yeah you know detail was um so they're what done and then have you settled on for the skin just out of interest oh it's mantis straight up so contrast like xenothol like black and gray and all that mm-hmm. um and then it is yeah. So the best looking one, I'll tell you that I reckon, it's pretty popular. I see a lot of people do it. It's Plague Bearer Flesh Contrast Paint. Yeah. Plague Bearer Flesh Contrast Paint with Beel Tan Wash over the top. Ooh, nice. And then I use Kislev Flesh. Oh, sorry, I use, um, oh, God, Ogren. It's a layer paint. Ogren. Or oh, is it Ogren? Ogren Camo. Yeah, maybe. It's like that. It's like a greeny, yellowy color. Is it ogre color? Oh, sorry, I don't have my normal paints next to me. I just got contrasts. Um, I use that and then and then um, like layer it down with Kislev flesh. So like on the knuckles and the lips, it's basically straight Kislev flesh. Um, yep. So on a hero, I would do that because it's like two contrasts. It's a contrast paint, a wash, and I don't know three layers. Yeah, yeah. For the skin, so a lot. But I mean, it's an orc. Like most of it's 
there's a lot of green. Um, but then what I found for just the normal guys when you only want one wash, um, sorry, one contrast paint, I use, sorry, what colour? I swear it's Mantis. Yeah, it is. It's Mantis green. Yeah, right. Um, it's slightly, so I don't have it. It's There's striking Scorpion green, which is brighter. It's Mantis. It's a contrast paint and it's just one coat and it looks... I mean, I do still use a bit of Kislev flesh and that Ogren camo, whatever it is, around mm. the lips a little bit. But, yeah, you don't have to do a whole lot. You just get whack, 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 and it's pretty quick. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. ironic I'm not using any of the York colours for the skin. Yeah, no, I was, I was <laughs> like, getting you to talk about some of the York, orc ones. There's Orc flesh, <laughs> there's uh, Gut Ripper, bloody whatever it is, and none of them float my boat yeah. for yeah, some yeah. reason. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what I did for them. And then... Um, yeah, I've started. To, I'm just doing those sepulchre, sepulchre. How do you say that? Sepulchre, sepulchre, stalkers. Sepulchral. 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 Yeah, that's it. You've got it. Um, but yeah, I did one of them to work out the color scheme, and then you guys just saw it in Instagram. I decided to do one more bite. Oh, the, the snake it. guys. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. So I've, <laughs> I did like an Instagram reel just to of painting that guy up, and then um, yeah. I've just got one more to finish. So, and then that's three of them but then i've got to go do the actual snake riders uh and i think man i don't know i reckon for i think for ca uh not ca what's it called cancon <laughs> i think i need to do another five chariots or four chariots i might have to get them started soon oh um, you are so i'll probably be back in tomb king land for a bit um and i just mm. depending on what happens this weekend with the news you know so yeah see what i want to put the effort into or not depending on what they're bringing out so if that's <laughs> what comes out yeah have you got all the chariots that you need already? You got four uh, five chariots sitting yeah, around. Yeah, because I've got yes, I got five or six still. Oh, nice. Yeah, I've got three on three non like on the sprue, and then I think I've got two or three already undercoated. So mm. yeah, so that should be cool. Um, so doing anything? Oh, I did. So I did start the slow grow stuff. I did the um, a different xenothol on these wood elves. Like I've gone like. Um, a sharp, what's it? Is it a sharpty bone? Not a sharpty bone. Mm. What's that other one? Zandri dust spray. Oh. Mm. And I just put a yellow spray over the top. And then I'm going to try contrast greens on top of that to see what I, and browns to see what comes out like. I haven't actually done anything there. I just done, did that. <laughs> so yep. yeah. Yeah. I need to get into them a bit. Um, I and don't know. You, I don't know if you guys find this. What was it? Have you actually made a warband? Like, yeah. Have you done well, a that's what it was. It was going to be eight grade. What are they called? The elf dudes, the glade guard. Glade guard. Mm. Eight of them, four glade riders and um, eight dryads and then a mage on a war horse. Ooh, and then a mage. Ooh. Yeah. Nice. That's what the 400 points were. Um, so I started on the glade guard just to get some of the paint colours down. But I don't know, to be honest, I mean, I don't know, Josh, you've done wood elves, but you wouldn't have used contrast for them, did you? It was before the time of contrast, yeah, yeah. my friend, yes. I don't know. I just, you know how some figures go better than others, you know what I mean? And I, it, You know what it is? I'll tell you what it is, and I've heard this today actually confirmed it, is contrast is not an easy paint. Like it's easy if you've got a big figure and it's obvious and blah, blah, blah. It's not mm. actually a beginner paint Like because if you do it wrong, like you can't go back over the contrast again. Yeah, true. True, it's and, one and done, and, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> um, and you can't do it, it like because if you screw it up, yeah, craps. But you got to like, you basically have to undercoat it again, that little bit, and then recontrast. If you want to redo it, yeah. But um, you, know, you would never do so that. You would just use the colours you got. Just, yeah, I'm finding with the glade guard because they're so little. 
and they got a lot of like different bits of armory stuff and then different you could you could do it all one color or you could do lots of little ones i'm like i don't know it's either go back to layer paints base layers all that crap or contrast paint brown the whole bloody thing with a green cape and then use layer paints and stuff to do what the differences that i want yeah i don't know i tried to basically use three different types of contrast greens and a couple of browns and i'm finding it's way too small to like just put the little bits of contrast where I want. Yeah, okay. it's hard to control where the contrast goes sometimes, mm. for sure. So my next test model, I think I'm just going to go straight, almost like a snake bite leather contrast or something over the majority of the the bit, and then the green cape or something, and then use normal paints. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. I'll see. I mean, yeah, that's what I'm doing. I'm trying to work that out, but. I think the yeah. Tomb Kings are going to be coming up <laughs> in terms yeah. of priority. That's the same problem. Yeah, well, so, yeah. yeah. As Kencon approaches, that is the... And then yeah, did you see the Pharaoh's Legacy? I'm taking all this hobby time. The Pharaoh's Legacy Kickstarter closed today. And so in two weeks, oh. I'm getting STLs for an entire new Tomb King. Oh, <laughs> which I might be yeah. knocking on Josh's door. For. Yes, <laughs> printer, are you going to be printing this? Uh. <laughs> Uh, I just yeah. love some of their, I mean, not, I'll probably, I, I think I could use like their scorpions and definitely their carrion and it would fit in the old stuff because I could just switch out the scorpions I got for these other ones plus yep. the, um, the carrion. I, the, I've, I've got like third edition carrion, like those, yeah, they're remember those carrion old, that they? were undead yeah, with yeah. the little dude riding it? Yeah. yeah. They're my ones. I still think they look better than the carrion that are current for Tomb Kings. Don't know what the hell those things were. Um. Whereas the carrion that are in yeah this um, new range Pharaoh's Legacy they look awesome so yeah yeah, cool. yeah. yeah no I have to print them off for you when you get mm. the you get the yeah. files no nah, cool awesome but that's yeah that's what I've been up to obelisks. and going through the rules of that we're going to talk about but that's about it and Josh yeah. has had the biggest stuff as yep. usual as <laughs> usual. <laughs> Oh <laughs> uh, dear. Uh, where do I start? I I mean, yeah, I'll probably go through the slow grow a bit more in detail a little bit later in the episode. Cool. Um, but in terms of the actual hobby that I've been doing, uh, well, it still relates to the slow grow largely because <laughs> that's <laughs> taken a lot of my time. Um, uh, in terms of what I've been doing for painting wise, really, it's because I, fin- I pretty much finished the warband, the cult slash guys that i was doing for the photo last week so i started painting up the next month which is like another four crossbows samantha crossbow you know unit 10 um musician and standard for the devoted so they're gonna be you know 12 for the 600 points and three more mounted demonettes um yep. uh, as well and then i've also started doing the um i'm gonna have cold riders for the 800 point one yeah okay put some of what, those in. what's so, the warband range when does that stop Oh, it's already stopped. Oh, because that's just the 400 Up to 500. Ah, oh, okay, right here. Yeah, yeah okay. past that, it goes to regular. So, yeah, from now okay. on, it's just, yeah, normal unit sizes, normal points and yeah, normal rules. Um, uh, so that's why, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm filling out the units because, yeah, it was only unit six crossbowmen. It's yeah. a minimum of 10 normally. So going to yeah. 600, it's like, oh, okay, <laughs> I've got to go to 10. Yeah, so yeah. pretty much, like, I didn't have any points to get an additional unit. All my, all my the points of the extra two hundred points is pretty much um, filling out the the half units that I had in the war in the warband. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, whereas, yeah, the eight hundred will be actually have a, a new unit going on, which is yeah. The so yeah, I've put I've started putting together some cold one riders, 
Um, uh, I think the same Patreon that got gave me the the Slanishi sort of icons for the staff and the standard in the devoted. Next month, I'm doing some mountain guys, um, like on snakes and a few other things, on some on the horses and that type of thing. Then some of them have like some interesting helmet shapes and some other sort of stands that I might be able to incorporate into the cold one nights. I think I don't know. It depends uh-huh. on how it is. It looks exactly. Yeah. Um, but I'm hoping to yeah do a little bit of converting there. Um, and just I don't know. It's a hard balance because you don't want to make them too, you know, chaos nighty. Yeah, yeah. You still want to maintain some elvishness to them. So I just sort of, yeah, I'm going to fiddle around with, with yeah, maybe just doing some slightly different helmets and some different shields. I don't know. I'll see how it looks. Um, On the show notes here, you've got LKM, LKM bits. Is that the provider? That's, a, that's that... the Lost King Dimension. Lost sorry, King. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah. They're the guys who did yeah. the um, Undead range as well, eh? I they've done quite a few ranges. Yeah, they've done. Yeah, they've got good stuff. I've only yeah. just I only just took up a Patreon with them oh, last right. month okay. because yeah. of the the Sinesh, um stuff they released. Yeah, yeah, because it was so timely and um, ideal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for my for what I needed to do. Worked out well. Um, so yeah, I've been painting those guys up. Hopefully, yeah, that'll be done quite shortly. And uh, the other thing I've been doing that I started working on the last couple of days is um, some more terrain, some fields, and some Ooh. some some more some water, some ponds, and that type of thing. Um, uh, the water partly because when I went to House of War on the weekend, they didn't have any water terrain, like at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm like, oh man. So so I was going to do some for Cancun anyway, but now I'm like, oh, this is. Oh, I need to get some done because it'd be nice to have, actually have some. Yeah. Um. Uh. So yeah. So I was. I've been cutting up some MDF boards for those, and yeah, getting the fields together. The fields. I've that was something I've been planning for a while, where I wanted to yeah. do some paddocks. Oh. And are they are, fields? Are they ones that you can? They're there, but you can just like take take them out of the way or whatever. Like you just are they going to be like. Are they, getting, I, are they interactive? I guess is what I'm getting at. Okay, mm, sort of. Like I'm, I'm gonna have it so it's gonna be a hedge or a fence around the edges. Right. Okay. Um, yeah. uh, and then one of them is gonna have just wheat that I'm similar to the um, court, the corn I did, where it's just I'll just plant yeah. them, and I'll probably get some sort of clear stand I can put over the top, so you can just put a, a unit on top of the field, like yeah, yeah. stick it in the fairly yeah. delicate plants. Um, the Paddock. So, I actually what I want to do and what I have started doing is I've got cows and sheep. I was, was <laughs> going to say cows would be awesome. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I've I've based them up. Based well, them like that. I'm going I'm going to base them on forty round bases. I've got little sabo rings that yeah. How 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 my setup is is I've got I I put some. Uh, what's the word? Adhesive rubber sheet on the on the MDF, and then I then I stick a a round MDF circle, you know, that goes around so that, that like a forty mil round base can sort of sit there. And if we're going to magnet yeah. in that base, it'll just magnetize to that. So yes, yeah, so I'm going to have like a cow on a on a base. Oh, you can um, just pluck it out. But I can just pluck it out if you want to put mm-hmm. a unit in the field. That's yeah, you can just yeah. Pluck them out. 
And so yeah. that way it looks nice, but it's also fairly easy to play around. Yeah, no, it's cool. Get, get That's what I want to do for a graveyard. Yeah, it sounds good. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Super versatile um, doing it like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, so then after I've done, I started doing some of the, the um, initial layering of, of texture. Um, uh, the other thing I was doing, so I've, I'm doing three water features. Two of them are going to be regular ponds. The third one I've decided to do like one that's going to be on the edge of the table, I think. Um, so it's going to be like a like a, a, a half circle, I suppose. So it gives you the ability to make sort of the illusion of a bigger water feature. Yeah. yeah. Just like a small pond. So I've actually printed off a little jetty and a <laughs> bit of, of like sunken boat that I'm going to put yeah, in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and I'm going to yeah start putting those together as well. <laughs> So yeah, lots of fun. <laughs> lots That's of cool. Fun. How deep? So, so how deep would they end up being? Like oh, not I'm, that deep. Not that deep. The but, ones because I've done a few water features in the past, but those were built into a board, like a three centimeter mm. thick board, so I could I could really go quite deep there and have a lot of fun with putting stuff in there and um, uh, having some you know tr- significant amount of translucency in the resin, so that you could see quite a bit and yeah, you know get. So, so I'm gonna have to really work out how to get that illusion with a much shallower um, uh, piece of terrain. Mm. It's probably going to be probably maybe three, three and a half millimeters thick of resin when I pour it. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to have to make sure I properly color the base. You know, I'll probably have stones and rocks around the edge and then maybe about two or three centimeters in just to have a, have a brown progressing to dark color just yeah. to give that illusion of, of like depth. deep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh man, that'd yeah. be cool. Yeah, it's cool. That would yeah, be. So that's, that's my plan. So awesome. yeah, I don't know how how long that's going to take me. Um, <laughs> you got to have some sure little. Be able to get print, that done before the next slow grow. Got to print yeah. some little murlocs out or something to have running around the outside of the outside <laughs> of the ponds. You mean, you mean actual like World of Warcraft murlocs? Yeah, little murlocs. Is that what you're <laughs> you walk up and they're like. Oh <laughs> 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 uh, yes, no, I should yes. do that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's the details that, that, be, that, that make it. That would it? be. Yeah, there's <laughs> some gold detail. Yeah, yeah I was that. thinking, Josh. Though, we might have to talk to you about CanCon because we might have to start, like, you know, making sure we have all the right stuff for all the t- tables. And I need to get more. Sp- I've contacted a few sponsors, but need to get a bit more because it'll be like December in two weeks or something. And then once Christmas hits, it's probably going to be like trying to drag bloody, you know, blood out of a stone to get any answers out of anyone. So yeah. we might have to start. Yeah, we need to sort this out. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think for terrain, we're doing pretty well. Yeah, it's just I mats. Think... But some of these sponsors have mats. And so I was going to try and sort that. So I'll get yeah. onto that. I mean, I started, but I'll probably get back onto it now that it's yeah, getting I think, closer. I think, I think we're getting pretty close now. It's starting to stress mm. me out a bit. So yeah. <laughs> we should probably start. Yeah, I'm like, oh, it's halfway through November. What am I doing? What's going on? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Right. No. Um, yeah, the more mass we can get, the better. Um, yeah. And if that doubles as prizes, or I don't know how we're going to use it really, but yeah, yeah we'll work it out. That's, that's not really a podcast. <laughs> no, nah, no. Nah, nah, just to catch up with you at some point about that. Got some yes. ideas. Yep. yep. Cool. All right. I think that was it for the hobby part, anyway. Well, no worries. Sounds like we're keeping busy uh well let's get on to the main topic then which is covering the movement and shooting phases so i think like a lot of people would have heard a lot about the movement stuff already but we haven't talked about it um and then obviously the shooting stuff just came out today so do we want to just go 
it makes sense just to do movement first. Hey, that's it in the order. Yeah, um, yeah absolutely. Absolutely. Does someone want to, Andrew? Do the, to in the your, order of the phases. Sounds good. Do you want to um, walk through it, Andrew, and we'll just sort of jump in with our thoughts or how do you want to do it? Um, sure. I'll bring it this up right It's a here. much more digested article. We've had a week to digest this. Mm. The second article we've only just imbibed. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, formations. Um, so the units in the game will be adopting a formation, um, which is going to obviously dictate how they act in battle. Um, so there's going to be uh, basically close order. Um, and uh, open order. So I'm a little bit unsure, obviously, um, and obviously lands formation. Um, so I, I'm assuming lands formation is only going to be Bretonians, right? Like I can't. I mean, they say and for Bretonian knights, but yeah, I mean. Yeah. I mean, there may be that... like. Maybe there's a Mullison list, you know, undead list that can use it or something like that. Mm. But yeah, I think it's primarily going to be Bretonians. Yeah, yeah. So they were sort of, they were the ones I was looking at. So um, close and open order um, didn't, I'm still not quite sure what they actually mean by close and we, open order. I don't reckon we really know, to be honest. Yeah, because they kind yeah. of touch on it, but you're yeah. looking at the picture and it, it doesn't really divulge. Exactly. I mean, the other thing they do say is that most units can only adopt one and that's close order. So open order, obviously, I don't know. My view of it is it's obviously tied. I think it's tied to the unit type. It's not something that you just elect. Yeah. yeah I think it would be like a specific rule that a unit would have that, you know, you rank them up, but they're, they're considered open order rather than closed order. I'd like, um, I'm really interested to see, yeah, like why, if, if it's literally, you know, some unit is always... Do you think that that unit that can go in open order can also go in close order? Yeah, I don't know. Ooh, I don't think so because that, that will make it too powerful, I feel. You know, mm. like the open order is because you've got a unit that, you know, while it can still benefit from rank bonuses, um, they're more maneuverable. Um, you know, they can go through terrain and, and that, like it says... Do you reckon the, it's almost... What was the 8th edition? Um, oh, God, what was it called? Stri- is it Strider? We had Forest Strider, Marsh Strider, or no, whatever it was. Like, yeah, you know, you had, yeah, that old thing. Yeah. Um, do you reckon it's a similar thing to that? But rather than have all these different versions, they're just saying, well, this thing's in close order, so therefore it always has Maybe. these other properties. And then we don't I have to- it's hard to tell because, I mean, it says they're more agile. So it's not just for handling terrain, but they're more agile. Does that, I mean, that almost implies that they're, they're ranked up skirmishes, you know, that they can mm. yeah. move in any direction. But they are um, they are base to base. They're not like the eighth edition skirmish formation. No, yeah, yeah, no. So it's almost like they've you know like the situation like with beastmen that get skirmishes, but when they get into combat, they get rank bonus or that type of thing. It's almost like they've you know that's the kind of rule that those units might have, you know, um, uh, or other potentially more fighty sort of skirmishing mm. units. I mean, because wasn't it wasn't it in ninth age at some point that like the war dancers got like all the swift reform rules, but they 
weren't actually skirmishes. Is that, oh. is that right? So light, light troops yeah. sort of thing. Yeah, light troops. Light yeah. troops, yeah. 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 So, so maybe so it's like that's that. That's what I'm picturing, that that Although would I do be like, what they mean. Yeah. I think it's it light troops. It would have been good yeah, if they better. gave a little bit more. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like they're kind of like, oh, yeah, you know, this, and it's like almost you know what it is, but you kind of don't. Mm. A, a bit more information on that would have been nice. But, yeah, it's maybe they don't want to give away all the yeah. all the goodies straight away. Yeah. Uh, but um, yeah, I think you're right. Like, it's obviously going to be some sort of a a, a game mechanic, um, and it it does make sense to have to have that as like a those swift swifter styles of without being a skirmish unit. Mm. I'm not a big fan of, though of. I guess I don't know. I liked eighth, and even in six that we're playing, I find people do this. They just still movement train rank the skirmish units just a little bit out like they don't have they don't play 40k with them if you know what i mean yeah whereas yeah. technically before eighth came out like you know if it was skirmishing even like in third and fourth when you fleed you know everything was just a mess and you'd move it all around individually i was like yeah i don't yeah. want to go back to that <laughs> but uh i guess we'll see uh, do we will, will we is it is it because of the additions or is it just because movement trays became we're late. better and better? Maybe, but then more, yeah. they should show us. I just felt like it was an easier mechanic, like just spread them out, put them on the board. Like, I don't know, is there going to be some really gamey things you can do with skirmishes um, because you can just like span them right out? You know, you sort of couldn't do that in eighth as much or maybe you probably could, but, you know, no one did. Yeah. Couldn't you? It, oh, it got a bit could. cheesy, but like... Yeah. I, it's part of the game, I suppose, but you mm. do have those cheesy conga lines sometimes going on and, you know, it's just sort of, it's playing with the rules, but it doesn't seem like a, you know, we talk about this being not realistic, but it's a yeah. fantasy game, but it's kind of like, yeah, like it just, it, it doesn't seem plausible sometimes. Mm. Um but, you, I mean, like screeners and stuff, that's all part of the game, isn't it? Yeah, so. yeah, true. Do you think there'll be other formations then? Do you reckon they've opened this up to be like, um, I don't know, because they're called it a formation. Do you think that they might open themselves up to add more down the track for different armies? Or do you reckon this is probably just to tighten up the rule set a bit for what you can currently do anyway? Yeah. Hmm. Not really sure, to be mm, honest. It's a good question. Yeah. Um, at least, at least with the the extra rules about closing order that you know you can't have more models in the rank than the file that type mm, of thing. Mm. Um, uh, I feel like that that is a nice way of preventing certain um, weird shapes. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're not going to like conga. You won't be able to conga line zombies and stuff. For example. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Guess where the um, Yeah. Well, can you technically do Unless that? You're marching calling them. But yeah, they should put a marching column, but then they have yeah. no rank bonus or anything. Um, mm. And you wouldn't have steadfast, so it's basically. Well, I'm guessing you don't, so therefore it's not going to you're not going to do anything. Um, no. Okay, cool. Yeah, so that so that's. Is there anything else on formations as such? Oh, apart, well, I guess the well, combat order, marching column thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll mm. I'll keep going. So yeah. Um, Obviously, as we spoke about, um, the the other two was combat order, which Josh sort of alluded to before. Um, so the unit is wider than it is deep, um, so more ranks than files. 
Um, so that's going to be your generic sort of, and that's obviously going to be tied to your, your rank bonus um, mm. sort of thing and any steadfast rules if they do do that. Yeah. Um, and the others, marching columns, which I'm sure everybody is very interested to see how this is going to work. Um, so the unit's deeper than it is wide. Um, and uh, in the picture they give you, it's, yeah, four deep and... Ah, sorry, five deep and four wide. Um, so, yeah, I think this is a very interesting mechanic is how this is going to work and how do you get into a marching column, how do you get out, if you get charged, how's all that going to sort of work. Obviously, there's going to be penalties because you get... Is it a triple triple move, triple speed? The marching ah, column? triple, yeah, yeah. Yeah, triple yeah. march. Yeah. Well, what do you guys do. reckon? Well, one of the things I did just... I don't know if I've read this wrong, but combat order is wider than you are deep and marching is deeper than you are wide. What happens if you want to be square? What does that do? I think there's an asterisk at the bottom saying... Oh, is there? Um, the unit needs to be at least as wide at as it is deep. At least as wide yeah. as it is deep. So, yeah. so, um, is, co- is, so square is combat order? Mm. Yeah, cool. Okay, well, that's cool. Um, but, yeah, no, I like it. It's just, I mean, like you said, Andrew, it's just... Depending, the marching thing's going to be dependent on how easy it is or not to, to use it. I think. And yeah, when I say yeah. easy, not so much. Obviously, you've got the logistics of moving your bloody figures between different. Uh, what do you call these things? Formations or whatever. Um, but there's also just yeah, how long does it take? You know, is it a turn? Is it? Can you swift reform? I think that's going to be the key. To get in I like the, the idea because we've talked about objective play and like yeah. you know just some differences around getting around the board not you know potentially this does that a bit especially if you got movement three bloody dwarves <laughs> yeah yeah true. and yeah well yeah one of the things i was thinking was you know it's certainly a, a rule that dwarves may just be given you know like mm. it's in ninth age where they can do triple marches and it's just a thing yeah, they have true. it's it's certainly possible that they are a special. They get a special rule where they are counted as a, a marching column. They're, they're relentless or something. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Without having to. Interesting yeah. if they if they went that way. Yeah, um, I, I think they're going to have to for that play style. Like dwarves, just they seem to always play like like obviously Gomo was saying with the objective play. Um, they just they always seem like they're tailored to a gun line. Um, mm, a lot mm. of the time. Um. You know, they got so much shooting, so much war machines take up their army book that it's sort of, and just their movement, it, it limits you so much to, you know, these other styles of play, um, which is really a, it gets quite boring. It does when, when you play them. It's, you know, you're doing the same bloody thing each time. And, but. Do you reckon they just, yeah. Need, yeah, they need more, okay, that's a different question. Uh, I was going to say, they need more faster options in terms of, they've got gyrocopters and stuff, but um, yeah. that's, a, that's a dwarf army book questions, I guess. But yeah, um, yeah. What do you think, Josh, around the, like, what do, what do you think is going to be, you know, is this a swift reform thing? Like, do you think you'll, you'll be like using it it's designed you know for units to use it turn one turn two then change or oh as in like deploy in the marching column and then reform out of it Mm. after you march forward i yeah it's 
uh, it's 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 hard to know. Like it's really hard to predict what the hell they're gonna um, rule this because I'm sure they will have. I mean, it's not just gonna be what we think it is, which is reform one turn, march, triple march, be. and then third turn reform out of it. You might just, no yeah, way it's just gonna be the case. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, so uh, yeah, unless they allow a reform after you finish marching or something like that, um, so you can go into combat order ready for the next turn. You know, so that way you could maybe deploy in marching column, do your march, and then at the end of that march, change out. You know, maybe. Yeah. Uh, with some way of the musician doing it or something like that. Yeah. It's hard to know. There um, might just be some combat debuff, maybe or. You know, maybe people might want not to do it because they're only going to have four, a four, you know, frontage per se, or you know, four I guess the other thing model frontage. If you don't break in combat as much, and we don't know this yet, but you know how they've talked about pushback and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, I wonder if there's some strategies in some of these weaker armies where you're like, well, I've got heaps more than you, so I'm never going. I'm not going to break. I'm going to get pushed back a bit. So what I'm going to do is go marching. I'm just going to march into your face. You're going to hit me. You're going to charge me yeah. and I'm all in marching order, but I don't really care. I'm going to lose the first round of combat, then reform. But then, yeah, I'm, yeah. you know, I've pushed into your territory type thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? Well, we I just hope that's not the case. Surely it. you should be able to break things <laughs> if they're in marching column with no rank bonus, surely. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, yeah true. Know. We'll see what. Yeah, we'll see what see comes what, out. see what happens in that regard. Um, are we interested to see whether or not this is a um, foot troop only rule? Yeah, no, because whether you can do a triple march with bus a fast <laughs> cab thirty yeah. inches across the board or something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not that you'll do it with the brats because they're in lance, but it would be oh, funny yeah, when no, you see no, those three by right. long it's... ones suddenly go on triple. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> that's already they're already in marching column. Yeah, yeah, yeah. funny. Um, uh, someone forgets to rank up into their lance. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, like stuff like yeah. ogres and stuff where they're you know mm. they're. It'll be interesting because there are. Well, that's, oh, and that's a good point. No, yeah. I've n- no one said that, man. Everyone talks about, I guess, wider than deep, but yeah, with ogres, with those monstrous cat uh, infantry, yeah. you, you any monstrous infantry, you don't tend to be that wide a lot yeah. of the time. No, mm. no. Um, I mean, they put they're, they're rarely deeper than they are wide, though. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. No. they they're pushing. I mean, even those pictures. I haven't gone back to look at them now, but I mean, a lot of them were wide. You know, everyone was commenting that there's a lot of wide units. They what probably wasn't horde units, but a lot of units were six or eight wide in those shots. Mm. You know, yeah, 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 quite wide. I'm just picturing now like a column of three trolls in a line just marching up the board. <laughs> it, just, <laughs> it just seems to be it's just amusing me now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the marching column. The marching um, column. What yeah, they seem to be quite wide. I guess pictures that are in marching column. <laughs> I wonder if yeah. I'd spot any <laughs> their old world shots. Probably not. Yeah. All right, I'll keep going. Um, yeah, so obviously going. we hit the skirmishes. Um, so they're not going to be ranked up as all uh, at all. Sorry. Um, and then they've got to be within uh, an inch of each other. Um, and then obviously they're going to be highly maneuverable, attack flanks, um, hit and fade, blah, 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 like they always do. Um, I don't think that's anything new. Um, but yeah, open order, we'll see how this is all going to work. But obviously it still fights in ranks. However, they're faster, more agile and handle tougher terrain better. 
which is either sort of hinting at you might have reduced movement possibly through terrain or it's just going to be your standard DTs and perhaps mm. they might not suffer DTs through certain types of terrain. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm assuming possibly what Josh was alluding to with auto, like a, a light troop sort of situation where mm. um, you fight in ranks, but you might not get a rank bonus, but you still might get the free reforms um which yeah we'll see you bring how that more goes people to attack anyway potentially if you're fighting close yeah yeah, yeah exactly so. um so yeah the movement phase uh it's um divided into four parts so we'll talk about the the charge phase um so obviously First off, you're going to be declaring charges in which the active player nominates each unit they want to charge um, at their target. Charging is the only way to enter combat, so that's quite typical. Um, and there are a couple of caveats. The target must be visible to the unit and at least partially in its front arc, and your unit can't be fleeing, rally this turn, or already engaged in combat. You may have a pre-measure the distance to your targets. <clears throat> um, Can I just let's pause talk about and this just... Then. Yeah. <laughs> Briefly, um, go back to skirmishes. Yeah, yeah. I was just looking at the distance because I was when I was reading the one inch. I was like, oh, I wonder if that's different. Um, in eighth, in sixth edition, it was one inch apart. Um, yep. but in eighth, it was only half an inch apart. Eighth right. edition, they were really quite tightly packed. Mm. I didn't realize how. What did it say in eighth? Like, did you have to still rank them just an eighth, half an inch apart, or just said? They just had to be half an inch apart. Could you put any weird formation? It's just we all tended um, to just. They still had a trains. front, flanks, and a rear. Yeah, okay. And yeah, okay. essentially, the only difference is the models are slightly spaced out. Yeah. <laughs> so it's really yeah. brutal to skirmish. But like when you go back to six and those early ones, they weren't, there wasn't really this idea that they're in a unit at all with a facing yeah. and all that. It was no, like, no, they had no facing. Individual. Well, had... It was 40K, one inch apart coherence. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. Thing. That's right, because in yeah. eighth they they just had a forward arc of line of sight as well. They didn't have line of sight all around them. Three sixty, yeah, yeah. So they yeah. really were just a block, but just spaced out slightly. And they're just really six is pretty good because they still have a flank to charge into, don't they? You just what your forty five off is like the more models you have in it, isn't it? Creates what arc you're gonna charge them in. So oh. basically, if your arc um, it, I think that's the way it worked, wasn't it? I can't it? remember. It's like yeah, it's more know. more forty five within their flank. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but it does seem like there's there's going to be some different unit types here that have these. Be interesting to see how they go. And I guess the other thing too is they might just be trying different stuff. This is version one, I guess. You know. Yeah. Well, it's not. It doesn't seem that different um, now that, especially we'll get into the shooting phase later, but <laughs> now, now we've seen both, it does feel a lot more to me sort of this sixth, sixth eighth, eighth yeah. edition. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah. I'm actually really liking what I'm seeing. Yeah, like there's there's a few things I don't like, but I don't not like. It's like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> like yeah, it doesn't bother me. Like we just talked about this one here, which we'll get to around the um, like, well, while you're looking that up, Josh. Like, I guess this is two things that I mentioned here. Is last week I mentioned um, oh cool, the order you rally your troops in the strategy phase now, so maybe you can charge. Well, you can't. They've actually done 
That's why I yeah. didn't like what they did last time. Now you got to have this special rule that says, well, you can't charge if you rallied in an earlier phase. I, I, I feel like that's just not great design, but I don't know. It is what it is. No, because um, they're turned around already facing and then it's like. You yeah, but you have to remember it. that that unit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 like yeah. It just Whereas before the old ordering, it just sort of was built into it. You just couldn't because you hadn't. Declare yeah. charges came before you rallied. So yeah, anyway, that's basically. that's cool. It doesn't yeah. matter. Um, oh, that was okay. minor. But, yeah, we had the pre-measure answered because we weren't sure of that. Yeah. I think with the skirmishes in six, I found yeah. the ruling. I don't think they have like rears or flanks when you charge them. But in there's a ruling in the Warhammer 2002 annual where it says that once they've formed into a, a block during combat, Oh, then, then they, they then they consider to have flanks in re- if they get subsequently charged. Uh-huh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, makes sense. Because yeah. they form up to you, don't they? Don't don't you you hit them and they form up to you? The yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you, you, you attack the closest model and then they form up around you. Yeah. 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 All right. Cool. Sorry. Nah, cool. That's all good. Yeah, so we're talking about there. declare charges. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, declaring yeah, yeah. charges and pre-measures in. So I don't know. Like, what do you guys feel? Like, I think we talked about this a little bit that we would assume it's going to be in. But oh, yeah. Yeah, I was yeah. fairly sh- – I would have been genuinely surprised if it was guess guessing. I would have, wouldn't have minded it, um, uh, but I'm not surprised at all that it's pre-measuring and mm-hmm. I think it, there, are, there are certainly some advantages about accessibility and ease of use without too much dispute, I suppose. Mm, um, sort of, and then we'll get to that in a minute. Yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, <laughs> it is what it is. I'll keep going. Yeah. Um, so after obviously you declared your charge, the inactive to player. Uh, sorry. Um, the inactive players uh, declares their charge reactions. Um, so typically we're going to see the same sort of stuff. So you yep. may hold. Uh, you can stand and shoot. Um, there's, I believe there's a penalty to that, but we'll hit that later. Um, you can flee, which is going to be pivoting 180 degrees and just try and get out of the, the charge distance, obviously. If you're caught, you'll be run down and destroyed. So exactly the same as what we've seen before. Um, but there may be some counter charges going on, yes. which is something that we've also seen before from some special units, which is pretty good. Same you mean flavor? like Empire Detachments? Yeah, I Or reckon. is there other ones? Oh, right. Oh, no, I was talking about Empire Detachments. Oh, okay. But, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. But, you're, but this is a bit different in the sense that I read this as the unit getting charged can do the counter charge. Or do you think it means – oh, do you just oh. think it might mean just – Well, it just says units, yeah, beyond that summer <laughs> special. It's so funny if you're right, that's all it is. Like they're just like everyone's thinking this whole new tactic and all it is is an empire detachment rule. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, because, I mean, I there mean, is – I mean, I have been talking to you guys about it earlier this week, but there is there is a, a – the only other instance I've found of countercharging that I was aware of was in this 5th edition mm. Bretonia book. Oh, yes, um, that's right. That, I haven't, uh, wasn't had anyone, um, haven't heard anyone else mention this. It was a virtue. A virtue. The virtue of knightly ardour. Yeah. yeah. It was like yeah, 30 right. points. Um, and it was like, yeah, if the unit gets charged, the, the knight and his unit will respond to the charge by countercharging, where the unit is moved four inches forward and the enemy charge is normal and both units counters charging the first turn and the mm. bombs with the highest initiative. See, I thought, it was, I thought it was more this. Mm. That, like that type of thing where it's the unit getting charged might be able to do that. Might be able to, yeah. Because yeah, I've actually really loved that 
that I never actually got a chance to use it in a game. I mm. can't remember. Yeah. I mean, it almost feels a bit forgiving for it to be able to check counter-charge because it just means you can just push cavalry right up and yeah, don't have to yeah. worry too much about, about it. Um, uh, but yeah, could be, you do that only with one unit or is that like you could take it off? Yeah, it's a specific virtue that a character could have. Oh, okay. And then he bestows it on the unit that he's in. Yeah, so, right. Yeah, it's, you know, there's... The, the the problem with that being that, you know, if you're using your cavalry right, you shouldn't need to rely on a crush like that. And then you're sacrificing yeah. 30 points of other mm. potential, you know, items for something that you probably shouldn't need to worry about too much in the army. But um yeah, uh, yeah it is what it is. It's cool that there's an option. Yeah. Well, it, it, it'd be a good little safety net if you're going against a cavalry, another cavalry yeah. unit, I suppose. Mm. Yeah, um, yeah, for sure. I think that's probably the, the main the main use case. You're probably right. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, that, um, that, but that takes away from the whole, oh, you know, cavalry flying cavalry. It's always like it's such an interesting maneuver. You know, where where you're both like trying to gauge how far you can go and what <laughs> yeah, what. If you uh, just have a unit that just can counter charge, it really takes away like, from the, the strategy yeah. of the game. The old Mexican standoff. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, that's right. And you know, you've got yeah. to use your other fast cav and redirectors to try to get in the way of your opponent's cav and Yeah. Uh, that's that's you know, that's that's what the fun of the game is, really. That's where mm. that's where all the enjoyment starts, starts from. That sure. Yeah, it's it's gonna be interesting to see if these little yeah, these extra little rule things or changes are things that are widespread or they are just like, you know, yeah. it's a Bretonian yeah. virtue and they just put a counter charge on there, you know, like, because um, they do mention the Brett's around this Swiss stride, which I'm assuming that's just an example because I'm assuming yeah. Swiss stride's a special rule that, you know, every fast oh, no. thing has. No, it's only Bretonian yeah. knights. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Only Bretonian just the way knights. sometimes they write, write this stuff. I'm like, oh, okay. oh special knights, yeah. Yeah, yeah. special steeds. What do you think about the moving of the charges? Then um, that's it's oh, it's basically ninth so age. Is that good. correct? It's basically the oh, so they are going because they're pre-measuring. Ninth they've age? gone random. Um, as in ninth, ninth yeah, was, was still two and three. Yeah, this is more like oh, um, what oh, sorry, this project. WAP. Sorry, yeah, 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 sorry. yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've lifted um, it straight from WAP. Yeah, which is basically. Highest of the D6 <laughs> um, plus movement. So you basically, like, what I love about this is um, just, again, like what I liked about 6 is just it's it's a little slower. Like there's more movement. It takes longer to get to combat. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah, yeah there's not as much of a threat range around each infantry mm. unit compared to 8. Yeah. yeah. And so I like that um, because it's going to open up magic. It's going to open up shooting. Um, maybe opening up that march, <laughs> marching column to better position troops a bit more. Yeah, um, and not yeah. Such a good balance. Like when I, I was when I saw it was pre-measuring and random charges, I was kind of like, oh, okay, that's a shame. But then when I saw what how the charge worked, I was like, oh thank goodness, that's exactly what I was hoping for. Mm. Yeah, you actually said charge. that. I think you wanted that, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, right. I might yeah. have said it. Yeah. I can't remember if it's on my podcast where I just said it in chat. But, yeah, this is exactly what I was hoping for. Yeah, because you, uh, you yeah. don't have that variance. It's not like a massive – you're not going like seven inches up to whatever it was, fucking four, yeah. 16 for a, for an infantry Yeah, unit. 16 inches for a four-inch four yeah. movement infantry unit if you're all <laughs> double sixes, which is so crazy. 
yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so this would be your maximum would be, what, 10 inches, yeah. you know, uh, for a four-inch four moving. I just think, unit. ironically, like I was saying, I think the maths were at 75% chance that you can do an eight-inch charge, whereas in six, an eight-inch charge for a movement four is... 100% guaranteed because you move double yeah. the movement. It's actually kind of crazy that in a game, how many charges will you make? You might make, I don't know, maybe you make six. So you're probably going to yeah, fail yeah. two of them, <laughs> one to two of them a game. <laughs> oh, of eight, yeah, just eight inches, you know. Like yeah, if they eight inches. Putting yeah. a bit more randomness in there, I suppose, mm. yeah. Yeah, you got to. You got to have some some unknown. You've either got to have guess or random. Well, yeah, I mean, I Is agree. It? I agree with that. I like that idea. But then you'll get the king's people going. Well, we have both, and it's fine. And I was like, yeah, okay, fair enough. Yeah, <laughs> it's a bit mean? more chessy. You know, how do they have both? Yeah, they pre-measure and known distance. It's all about. It's all oh, about. Oh, so I thought you were saying they had guess and random. <laughs> oh no, 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 completely. the other way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so everything's deterministic. So therefore, you really, you're really oh. after positioning or exchanging, you know, because you sort of know, well, they're going to be able to charge me. But if they do that, then you know. Mm. Um, plus, you know, you, you know, again, they've got that whole thing with hordes. You just sort of move your horde up. You can probably take it. You can take the charge, and then you can counter charge, and you know all that sort of stuff. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's a different type yeah. of game. Yeah. I feel. yeah. But then it gets into the bit I don't like, <laughs> no. which is the wheeling Agreed. part in the combat chart, like taking into account uh, of the yeah. charge distance. I think it's a massive mistake. Do you? Yep. Yeah. yeah. Do you really? I, I agree. Oh, hate it. God. And the only reason I hate it is because you just can't have Why? that discussion ahead of time in a yeah. tournament and go, I need to roll six. Yep, we need to roll six. Yeah. You just can't have it. And so you got to go into that. I'm going to, well, yeah, I should be able to do this, but, yeah, well, I'll do it, roll my dice, and then I'm going to sit there and measure. And when it gets within half an inch, it's going to be the whole, oh, I don't know, you haven't measured your wheel properly and all this sort of crap. So, yeah, agreed, uh, uh, 100%. Yeah. There's, like, they, especially within the competitive community, like, yeah, I could you're going to see that one out of every four yeah. games minimum yeah. Yeah. Um, at yeah. a tournament where you're arguing over... Which is funny because I don't want to push that we have to do everything for a tournament either. I don't like that. But, oh, nah. Yeah. But, but I, even in friendlies, I just find it, I just love knowing what I've got to roll. Just roll. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I imagine they did it to because there are going to be quite a lot of quite wide units. And, you know, if, if some of the rules they're previewed for combat is, you know, everyone in the front rank can strike and stuff. Yep. Um, so maybe they're trying to have That's a bit a of a point. penalty for really wide combat units, so they're not yep. going to be able to charge, you know, sideways that easily. I haven't heard that. That's a really. I mean, yeah, you're right. Like you've got to put all this in context, and that we don't have it all yet, so it's hard to like yeah, <laughs> complain about it. Yeah. But yeah, um, no, it's a really good point because that, but it's a free um, free close the door, but isn't it? So yes, it, it closes the door still yeah. free, but you still have to hit. You got to touch. Yeah. I'm assuming you still at some point have to touch the unit, yeah. and yeah. not so only touch, you've got to maximize both. I think did they say both? I'm pretty sure they say both. Maximum number of models from both sides into combat. Um, that would I would believe that oh, would be that would be allowed. Yes. How is that? So that's. Um, so does that mean that if you can't get the maximum number of models from both sides of the combat, even if uh, you have movement to touch. Because, you know, in 6th uh, edition, it's kind of no. like you, you need to have movement to touch, but if you can't get quite around, you know, you can just sort of clip the unit. Well, you can clip the unit because I thought 
I thought it was always how do you describe this? Like, um, you can always complete the charge mm. if you can hit the unit, but then I guess doing so, you've got to try and maximize in six a case the number of models you can attack. And sometimes that is only one, so then you can do a full like clip. Yeah. Um, but in eighth and this version, it would be well, even with my max wheel, I can only just hit the edge and I've maximized. I can still fight. Like I don't have to fully get all my troops because that you wouldn't be able to charge hardly anything. Surely. Well, that's then. what I was asking. Yeah. yeah, that's what I was asking. Yeah. So yeah, you feel yeah, um, you can still charge but not maximize if you don't have this, yeah. the, the movement for it. You just can't elect not to. You know, like if you go, hey, yeah. you could, you've got extra wheel distance there. You can actually get further and then hit and then free close the door. Uh, and yeah. that do they even talk about that whole close the door stuff, or was everyone just assuming that? Because uh, I assume it is, but so they probably don't go into detail. No, they don't even mention it. No. They don't even mention it, which oh I think God. is fine because it's been a part of the game since, yeah, since so. forever. <laughs> You'll uh, never get into combat. Surely. Yeah, you <laughs> never. Yeah. And I wonder if they will just do it so that if you can wheel so that you can touch the unit, you just go maximised, you know, rather than having weird situations. Oh, because they did that in eighth, wasn't it? Like you did that and then you did the slide. Is that what? So, yeah, I think sort of I do think, that? I think so. Yeah, like as I feel like, yeah, you oh. might you might have just enough movement to wheel and and clip them. If they do that and then but take that from eighth, then maybe this wheel bit's not that big a deal. Yeah. It might only be because you know what is an extra inch or something at most. I don't know. Depend on mm. how far across the unit is that you're charging. But it's, you know, you've only got a forty-five inch or forty-five degree arc that you're. Yeah, that you're looking at. So the wheels only going to be so big anyway, unless you've got a really wide unit. Which again, you know, what I feel like I'll you. probably end up doing <laughs> just for my own sanity is like measuring the wheel first. I think you have to. Thing, you would have and to then work stopping out. there, then measuring the rest of it and going, "Look, I need to roll this." You agree? Yeah, bang, and then yeah. roll my dice. You know what I mean? Yeah, but agree on the wheel first before yes, you even like before. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. I'm wheeling two inches. You happy with that? Okay, now I'm going to lay my tape measure down. For the rest yeah. of it and go, it's a seven. Are you right? Are you, okay, I need to roll yeah. blah. Because it takes away that whole like, here's the number and now I'm going to pretend to move this and then, you know, like, yeah. Yeah. No, I think, yeah, I think it's what we have to do, which unfortunately is going to take more time because yeah. then you're going to have to, like, I don't know how you, what you were thinking about measuring the wheel, but because, you know, are you going well, to like, measure the wheel and then wheel put, straight put away, a dice down whenever. and then measure yeah. the, the distance? Yes. So are you going to move the unit or are you going to put like markers behind the unit and oh, then no. wheel them and then measure, you know, like. Yeah, this is the problem. It's going to the take time. I had a really good system. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll take your point though. Like with really wide units, it probably get a little bit weird because you can do these big, yeah, like. You could yeah. be really close to someone but sometimes do like a real weird charge. Like I remember because you had that free 90-degree wheel in eights, you could be like your closest unit could be a certain way that you couldn't, like they could be impassable between you and the other bit and then but you go around it, do a 90-degree turn and then go infinite bang, hit them. Do you know what I mean? It's hard to describe on a podcast. Oh, people I've can't see what I'm looking at. how that works. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you just eight. measured closest to closest and yeah. then as long as you rolled that, you could move infinite amount of distance with one 90-degree 
Uh, oh, wheel. was it a degree wheel at any point? Yeah. So, like, I've had so instances where someone's right. on the left, there's a bit of impassable and I'm sort of on the other side of it and my closest closest is going through that impassable. So it's like five inches away. But I'm going to go, like, I'm going to run, you know, sort of 90 degrees to them, then turn 90 degrees and go into them, you know what I mean, yeah. that yeah. type of thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. But it is quick. That's what was really good about it. <laughs> Eighth in terms of just the... Yep, yeah. just agree, yeah. bang, bang, roll the dice. Bang, done. yeah. 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 Eighth, eighth was the addition of um, quality of life changes, <laughs> yeah. I feel. Anyway, there's probably enough griping on I've harped about wheels. I just wish they didn't exist in the game. But anyway. You, you hate um, wheels. <laughs> I hate wheels. Can, I, can I ask a question before mm-hmm. we move on from that? Have you guys heard about the everybody in the front row gets into combat? Yeah. Yeah. So how's it going to work if I'm only clipping? A unit in it's the still, front. Well, I mean, we don't know because we haven't seen next week. Well, but I'll say everyone still gets it might not to matter. But what happens if you've got now one unit that got charged by two or three units yeah, in the I front? Think. Surely you're not going to have three strike? units all striking. <laughs> I think they all strike and you probably just need to choose who you strike against potentially. Yeah. I think it that, might be. That just seems a bit abusive that you could have like one unit only cornering and yet the entire unit gets to strike like it just seems a bit it does uh, and i hope i really hope they don't me. do that but yeah so far the preview i feel like that's yeah I mean, surely but, not but surely not. not yeah no because that that seems like a bit of it i was just thinking about that before i'm like well, but i mean it's a good point. corner clip but, i'm like well i'll tell you I like just point. to devil's advocate on that how dumb is it that i can corner to corner and only those two dudes fight <laughs> like it's the same stupidity that i've got these two units running into each other but if i've got of... yeah but if you got another unit there like is in like two units front to front and then you get another unit because you know how sometimes you double charge yeah 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 you might only get one in yeah but i just feel like sudden... it's just representing that they're all fighting like they're all in know. there you know, and rather than have these horde attacks sort of support, well, we don't know this. We might still get support attacks and stuff, but it just might be a way to sort of go, hey, you can get more attacks in here, but you, you, you're not going to, you're not going to really um, abuse it because you're not getting, like, you could go ten wide, but you, you know, that means you've got to go like, you know, you're only going to get maybe two rank bonus. So they're going to have to yeah, do something yeah. with this rank bonus to make it attractive to they will. also want yeah. a rank bonus. But I guess yeah. we're going to yeah. have to find that out. They really, I really hope they do. Yeah. Uh, like a lot of our answers, up. I would imagine, mm-hmm. won't be answered next week, but having seen all the phases, I think there'll be a lot answered. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Answers and questions raised. Mm. <laughs> uh, um, so, yeah, third step uh is compulsory moves um so obviously this accommodates fleeing units that have failed to rally um but it also includes random movement such as night goblin fanatics which we've all discussed which is quite strange because you place them during the mm, strategic idea, phase to see how that works <laughs> um and then obviously models failing their stupidity tests will do their what, what so are there is moves? a big They're change here and that is you move charges, declare and move charges, and then do all this stuff. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Which is probably fine. I just, yeah, I think it's easier. I think you so. Tend to forget to do them like between the moving of charges, unless you specifically remember to do it. 
do it yeah. in that order. Yep, yep. It just flows better. And they're like, oh, crap, I didn't move my fanatics. And then hang on, but you charge through them and then, yeah, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, cool. Yeah. And then remaining moves. And then remaining moves. Um, so, yeah, we're obviously, um, yeah, compulsory and remaining have sort of done the the, the swapsy. Um, so the mechanic of movement, um, as you expect from multi-models, uh, movement um uh it's going to be quite involved um in general units may move or march performing maneuvers along their way which is obviously doing the wheels and the first case they move up to their movement characteristic and then they may shoot later in the turn um or they can obviously do their um their double pace per se which is obviously the old march move um, but they sacrifice the ability to perform any maneuver or complex wheel and the ability to shoot next turn. So it's sort of, it's very reminiscent of what we're sort of used to. Yeah. Um, it still doesn't really allude to the, the March formation, how, how that's really going to work, um, during this phase. Um, but yeah, it's like, I, I kind of like what I'm sort of looking at. I mean, it's um, very familiar, isn't it? Yeah. It's like we're not going to... I don't think anyone's going to struggle who's played Warhammer Fantasy. Yeah. Picking and this I up. kind of <laughs> like that, yeah, spending a quarter of your movement to do, you know, a 90-degree turn. Um, That's, this is sixth, isn't it, pretty much? Yeah, so you could still have, mm. you know, like a, a dwarf unit or a, a cavalry unit and it's going to be you know, a quarter, not like a, a one inch. So it still gives less moving units a lot more options, I suppose. Um, mm. Sorry, was it six? Was that a quarter or was that an inch? Yeah, is that, have I got that wrong? I thought it was an inch, but... You might be right. Mm. But yeah, nah, it's... Um, what's with the redress the ranks thing? I think that would be... I don't know. Is that like if you do turn and you move it and you want to like increase or or is it just in general increase or decrease by a rank or what? You know how there was that stuff? What was that in? Um, that is six, oh. isn't it? You can pull, you can take two, you can, yeah, is it six, half half a unit, half a move is two two figures from either side or whatever it was. Okay, geez, I should look that up. Um, I'm not sure what you're talking about. <laughs> like change, I was changing, changing formation, like changing ranks and files. All right. So if you want to go from four by six. five to a five by four, no. that's redressing the ranks, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, like Without a, a whole reform. reform. Like a full reform, you can change facing and everything. But if you just want to like get an extra rank bonus by making yourself a bit small or whatever. Yeah. Was it, what was the rule in six though? It was, um, well, maybe that's, yeah, what the reform will be would be a, a change of your ranks structure and a, and a turn to some. Yeah. It's just weird that it says regest ranks or reform, like they're two separate things. Yeah. I was wondering almost if it was something to do with morale or something, like reorganizing the unit after rally. I don't know. It's... I was thinking maybe shooting, maybe. I don't know. Maybe the reform, reform I thought was shoot. always... 
um, changing everything. Yeah, like, so you, you around pivot centering and around you, the, and your ranks. Yeah, that's what I but thought. What was the other thing that was? I thought it was called redressing ranks, but maybe it wasn't. This is great podcasting. Trying to find yeah, something on the. I'm really not <laughs> sure what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm not familiar oh. with the rule you're trying to find. Yeah, it's called. I'll have to get my book out and then declare movement. It'd be a movement, surely. Surely. Turn, Are you change looking formation. The there it is. It's change formation. Change formation. There it is. A unit can also change its formation by adding or reducing the number of ranks in which it's deployed. For example, a unit consists of two ranks, blah, blah, blah. A unit must surrender half its move to either add or deduct one rank. A unit may oh. add or deduct two ranks if it does not move. That's redressing, I thought. That's called oh. change formation. So I yeah. guess that's what they're talking about. Right. Maybe. But you can yeah. still shoot and you can still yeah. do a partial move. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Well, it's a full reform. You probably can't do anything i'm guessing you might be able to shoot but maybe just not move at all obviously it's just i don't yeah i don't think yeah yeah i don't think you'll reform you could do a whole lot yeah yeah um yeah it's just obviously called change formation in six i don't know what it was i guess it wasn't really needed in eighth because you had swift reform yep probably i don't know that's what i was talking about josh just had the word wrong (laughs) (laughs) close found it (laughs) <laughs> cool. Uh, where are we at? Yeah, so then they do the wheel. How many, just trivia, how many times do you have to measure on that wheel manoeuvre diagram? What? Measure it? Yeah. Like how many times, measurements are you it? making? There's five, oh, I think. Oh, is there five? Yeah, so One, you're turning, two, move forward, three, four, turning, <laughs> move forward, turning. Yeah. It's my fucking eight wheels. wheels but anyway. nice. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, two movements. Nice. Yeah. Nice little trivia. Or, or to go straight ahead. So it's probably a dumb move what he used to do. But um, anyway, uh, while moving, you may wheel. I can't tweet. Do it. Oh, that's it. That's yep, the movement. That's it. I mean, it's that's like, the movement. Yeah, it's yep. all pretty familiar. I heard some stuff today. People like going, oh, because they saw the shooting phase and they're like, just happy because I thought it was going to maybe be a six page AOS type like rule set. And I'm like, what? Yeah. Why would I never thought that? I always thought this was going to be quite they already said they were looking at versions of third fourth fifth sixth seventh eighth edition yeah, i never thought it would be something totally different i think to... the dropping the magic phase is what scared people yeah probably. that was the thing that made them go oh how far and the strategic phase just looking at the strategic phase i thought it was going to be a bit of a a rebranded style of a I, I think I've just been looking at Horus Heresy too much, realizing that it's, it's just seventh edition 40k, so they're just doing a very similar thing, yeah, yeah, you know. Uh, anyway, cool, it's good, um, it'll, it'll keep the old bloods happy, yeah. Definitely. Well, this is the thing, well, hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. well, I'm, I'm not happy. Think... There's wheels and there's fucking, <laughs> 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 I'm already yelling at the sky. Uh, <laughs> you think there'd be some weird, like, little protractor instrument you could get? You can mm. actually use to accurately measure wheels. Just pivot. They should have just got rid of it. <laughs> <laughs> but like you have like a retractor that's got like a, you know it's a, a, it's got a certain length that you if you're measuring it one length, it. you know yeah. at, at what angle uh, it'll show you how far that that wheel's gone. Yeah. I don't know. I I feel like or, that might come in handy when we're measuring wheels for charging and stuff, and suddenly it's actually kind of important. Yeah, the only other thing I thought, and it probably doesn't make sense, but if there was a way just to go, well, if you're wheeling, you got to measure like, I don't know, like 
one side of your base, like your right hand side to your left hand side for where you're going to get to, and then you can in that, then you can face any way on the way type thing. So like, I don't know if you can get get what I mean. Like, no, yeah. I don't get what you mean. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> like, you're if you're going straight ahead, um, and you're going to do a wheel to the right, then yeah. just measure the distance from the right hand side all the way to the left-hand side and that's going yeah. to be your movement. But you can basically move anywhere in there as long as that doesn't go above your movement. Yeah. So it's sort yeah. of like a reformy thing but not – you'd probably have to make a rule that you can't pivot by more than 90 degrees or something. But, yeah, because then you're not having to like wheel stuff. You're just like going, well, I've moved up here and I've turned a bit but providing my outside is to my inside was not over my movement, then I'm good. Um, and then you don't have to – you don't have to do this minuscule so. stuff. It's hard because it, it's circular movement and it's yeah, it very hard move. to accurately measure exactly. it. Yeah. Yeah, anyway, I've, I've gone on enough. <laughs> it's in the game. I'm going to love it. Damn it's your wheel. It's coming back. I don't actually hate it. This is awesome that it's come back. So yeah. <laughs> cannot complain. I'm going to cry. I've told you guys I'm going to cry when when I get the rule book. So. <laughs> Tears of joy. <laughs> It's going to be a uh, very right. emotional day on pre-order day, which I hope's not on CanCon, but anyway, we'll see. Who wants to hit shooting? <laughs> I can go through Oops. shooting. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, this, this article came out. What time was it? How long ago was it, do you think? Almost uh, 20 hours 3 ago? 3 a.m. this morning. So 3 a.m. this morning, yeah. So, yeah, so much fresher. Much fresher yeah. than the the movement phase and we've probably had less time to really chat about it that much but um uh yeah it's a lot of interesting things in here and stuff that you know i think i've i enjoyed reading this article mm. i was like oh wow this this is proper proper warhammer going yeah, on here <laughs> yeah, yeah. um so yeah so uh it's shooting phase so it starts with they're broken into four steps um which is declare targets roll to hit roll to wound and remove casualties um, uh, and everything shoots in the phase. So you know, the bowmen or your, your war machines or um, your magic, your shooty magic stuff as well. Um, uh, and then, so they've got a bit of a, a preview of some weapons, uh, maybe the longbow, which is 30 inch range of strength three, um, zero AP. There's got a couple of interesting special rules there, though. It's yeah. got Armor Bane 1, which is mm. uh, yes. very mysterious. When I first read that, I actually thought it was, I just misread it as Armor Piercing 1. And I was like, mm. oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, Where yeah. is it getting Armor Piercing now? Yeah. <laughs> when I went back, I was like, oh, wait, there's an AP column and it's zero. Yeah. Um, so very hard to know what, what that necessarily is going to be, you know? Like, is that going to be Armor Piercing in a certain range? Um, uh, is it going to ignore certain armor saves? Like, is it just going to ignore six up save or something like that, but otherwise not be armor piercing? Um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. But yeah, it's, it's weird how that. I mean, I'll, overall, it's um, whatever it is. It's, it feels like bows are going to be slightly better. Slightly <laughs> yeah, better because yeah, yeah, they also have volley fires. Yeah, and they've also got yeah. volley fire, which volley we don't fire. know is because eighth edition volley fire was everyone could shoot if you didn't move. I think yes, yeah. Oh, I think yeah. Wasn't it that this because everyone from always... behind yeah, the front two ranks could always shoot? I think it was half of the other ranks could shoot if you had. Oh, half. I think, I think it was half. 
was it? Or, or was it the third I'm round? I'm sure I read that the other day. <laughs> yes. We haven't played eight for a while, have we? <laughs> um, I, I don't mind this because obviously it says somewhere else, which we'll probably get to, that only the front model do fire, unless they've got volley fire. So I do like that they've got the yeah, ability to get more. Um, oh, it is half of the remaining yeah, ranks. Yep. Yeah, okay. Um, so volley fire might just be the second rank, but at least you're being able to get a little bit more shots out. Because I know last time we talked about that, we, we hoped shooting would get a bit of slight buff in a way. Yeah. Yeah. We were sort of hope. I mean, it's hard to balance a little bit, you know, really, about how much of a buff you get. Yeah. Because you give it. But it's always been a bit weak. The wood elves come out and they just destroy yeah. everyone. So. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, yeah uh, before I go through the catapult, it was yeah, going into that, that volley fire thing. So the rules that they've given us is that, yeah, shooting is is the front rank, you know. We've got to be able to see the unit. Um, and only the front rank can shoot unless you're on a hill. So that's very, very much six, six edition. Six. Yeah. That's like yeah. straight up six edition. Yeah. You know? Um, which is surprising. I really f- was expecting they would keep the chunkier units of, of the, you know, the eighth edition style, which is what the photos were showing um, yeah. in the previous as well. Uh, you know, I guess with the volley fire special rule, the previous yeah, well, all about hoping. the Petroleum Longbowmen. So, you know, that's mm. probably why they're big units. But I'm just going to see what, that is longbow too. Like so, what? Like, do you reckon mm-hmm. um, screaming like skeleton archers? They just got bows. Do you reckon they won't have volley fire? I'm sure, like all bows will have. Volley I think fire. all bows will have volley fire. I reckon fire. they'll have volley fire. I'd be yeah. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think they'll discriminate. I do like the. I'd I'd love to be able to like put like you know twenty skeletons down in ten by two by ten or whatever how you say, it, and they all fire. <laughs> yeah, I think that. I don't think that's OP. Um, no. And it's nice to know that you don't have to be on a hill to do it. Well, it gets yeah. a bit silly when you start with these like really long formations just to maximise your fire. Yeah. Um, I, I found that was just getting a bit over the top. Like I, I don't think two ranks firing is, you know, that. Be, like especially as we find out, they've still got negative one to hit at long range. So Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, so I'll just talk about the catapult rule that we've got going on here. I mean, there's only so much you can really draw from these special rule terms. Um, because yeah, screaming scale catapult, you know, similar stats to what is previously up to 60 inch range, strength four, age in the brackets, AP yep. one, minus one, and minus three in the brackets. Interesting though, isn't it? Mm. That they've given the AP separately like that. Well, yeah, um, what do you reckon that means? It means that I I feel like it's they've decoupled AP yeah, from strength. Totally, I think they have. I don't know if that's going to be the case in close combat, but definitely, I think they've decoupled it, which it's probably good because you can do this sort of stuff. Could be good at not being like a character killer. Like if you got like a a one up character and you're really worried about, you know, getting sniped by a, a catapult, it gives you more survivability. Mm. Yeah, because yeah, they've nerfed their AP a bit because the strength eight yeah. and it's only yeah, AP minus exactly. three. It should be minus five. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. So, so they've really made that a bit um, more. Yeah, like mo- I, I think uh, again, I, we don't want to go to a monster heavy thing, but Games Workshop do like their centerpiece models, and they've reduced the uh, under the template here to D three plus one. Yeah. And they've reduced the AP oh. effectively. Oh, so that was that used to be D six under the. Pretty sure, the yure, yeah. Well, Screaming Skull was like just a catapult. Yeah, D6. yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, right. Wow, 
D3 so, plus one. That's that's out, think, of, that's out of the ninth age, isn't it? Or probably. yeah, wasn't it D3 I mean, plus one and then D3 plus two? You've got to do trigonometry or something. Calculus to work out there. Yeah, or early on it was. <laughs> but I think that page also yeah. de- decoupled the AP from the strength yeah. at some stage too, which is around the time yeah, I started last interest in it. Mm. Did you ever play it with that I dynamic, Andrew? Andrew yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So did you find it hard to remember? Like, Because I feel like it's an extra nah. stat. No? Okay. No, it was just another stat. Okay. Was Fair it pretty enough. consistent though over time? You just sort of learn what weapons. Like yeah, it's yeah. not like fan. It's not like forty k. Like it's not like we've got billion different weapons in the game and stuff. So hopefully it's not. Yeah, yeah. I just say usually you see if in combat they still have uncoupled strength mm. or not. They could easily do it. Like maybe they've gone with like great weapons. It'll be well, only one AP. You know how we talked about how we're going to balance spears, halberds, and fucking swordsmen. Mm. This could be a way to do it. Yeah. You know, halberds yeah. could have, I don't know, better armor piercing, but maybe spears have, hard, yeah, whatever, whichever it's, way. You know what I mean? Like you could play around with it a bit different. It's pretty exciting, isn't it? Like mm. it's showing that it's pretty well thought thought out, actually. Yeah. You know, they haven't just gone back to, you know, the well of the old rules. They're actually incorporating a lot of the, the newer rules from and the community version. Yeah, of totally. The, of the and Warhammer. that's, yeah. Well, it saved AOS, so, you know, hopefully they can do the same here. Yeah. Um, and, oh, this is one thing we talked about a bit the other week. Yeah. Last template. Yeah. Still in the game. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, it is, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's clunky. Warhammer, isn't it? It's hard to divide what the direction of the dice is, oh. but it is Warhammer. <laughs> I mean, here I am whinging out wheels. <laughs> Templates and scattered dice are like a million times worse than yeah, the regular wheel. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's always but been in the game. It's even in names, yeah. like you know. Yeah, yeah I just getting those Learned players where they it. they do the scatter and it just somehow lands directly on the unit. Oh yeah. Oh, it's right. I didn't mind. Like, I, I know, like, like Dad's used to carry around, and I don't mind. Like I'll probably do this in tournaments if this is how it ends up. Like you know, like those pages where you've got the the well, you don't need you don't need the twenty anymore. The twenty five mil, thirty whatever mil squares, and you got the yeah, template yeah. over it. Showing you where it would hit if it landed in the middle of the unit. Oh, if you got a direct hit, yeah. Yeah, but, you know, you can usually then go, well, you know, I've hit the third guy from the end there. Then you can sort of work it out. And if someone pulled a chart like that on me, I'd go, yep, let's just use it. And just it just solves everything. We don't have to like line it up. Yeah. But I also yeah. understand if someone, I mean, you know what I'm like, Andrew. I Like if I hit Andrew's unit, I let him put it down and tell me how many it killed. <laughs> Like yeah, I don't I'm, measure it. I'm, I'd rather I'm sort just, of the same, yeah. I'd just like, rather just... the opposition tell me how many people I hit of his because yeah, then I don't yeah. care. If he wants to cheat, he can cheat. I'm like, the, you know, I don't. Yeah, it'll no, be a 25 mil group now, though. <laughs> nah, nah, you don't. You usually like, you give yeah, me yeah, millions. Yeah, yeah. Like, are you sure it hit that many? <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah. Um, no, you, a good point, though. They haven't changed the blast, the no, size of the template. But the base template. size has gone up. And yep. the wounds are gone down, and the APs are gone down. So, mm, interesting. No one's. I haven't heard that one yet, Josh. So, that is yeah. a very good point. Yeah. Insightful, you could say. Yeah, it is. I'm going to steal that tomorrow <laughs> when I do a YouTube version of this. Was it Strength Four? Um, oh, that no, would be Strength Four. Yeah, the Sixth Edition one, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was trying to think. Did, yeah, did and they, they. Yeah. Did they mention scatter in these? 
No, but I wonder oh. if that's what bombardment and things yeah. are. You know, like we don't know really. You can only what assume that's what bombardment is. Yeah. So the shoot's using the bombardment special rule. I'd imagine so cumbersome is can't move and shoot. Correct. Yeah. Or something agreed. like that. Well, it says yeah. move or shoot as a separate special rule. Ah. Oh. Or the third line. Yeah. Okay. Well, then cumbersome might be. Um, oh, can't stand and shoot, maybe. Yeah. Mm, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, it could be. Which makes sense. Uh, all um, the other ones are makes sense, I yeah, guess. Yeah, the other ones sort of make sense, or they'll become apparent, I guess. Um, Hopefully, the screaming skull's the same. Cause one wound, got to do a panic test. Like <laughs> yeah, it's very thematic. And hopefully, BSBs don't reroll panic tests. That'd be cool. <laughs> I really hope so. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm more hopeful. I feel like there's a good chance they won't. You know, I feel like mm. they're, they're, you know, they're adding in a whole morale section to the game, and it's really yeah, true. That true. Happens. So I think, I think psychology is going to be an important, much more important part part of the game than it was in eight. Mm. Yeah. Um, so then we actually another one that's been kept uh, from the old rules, where some people were worried that they might get rid of this is ballistic skill is still yeah. a, a, a number between one and 10 rather yeah. than just a, a four plus or something like that. Like it became in AOS. Yeah. Um, uh, so yeah, so it's the same rules. So this seal three is still a force to hit this seal four still threes to hit, but they have added a little bit of an extra mm. bonus for BSs of six or higher, which is you can re-roll your miss. And the higher your BS is, the the better the re-roll is. You know, so BS of six is a six up on a re-roll, going all the way up to BS of ten, having two up on the re-roll, which is such a little bit of extra rule. Like I think it's going to hardly ever come up, but yeah, I think it is nice just to tie it up I, a bit. Do you think? I only just thought of this off the top of my head, and it's probably they probably won't do this, but do you reckon anything like that could end up on the weapon skill to weapon skill chart to sort of get rid of the re-rolls to? Hit, you know, like the elves always had like, you know, hits and re-rolls. This could be like, well, yeah, I don't know, probably not though. That's it's a, a difference. I don't know. It's sort I of an inbuilt re-roll in a way. I a don't know. Bit. I mean, I feel like this change was just to tie up a weird mm. thing where, you know, massively high blizzard skill provided no benefit twos. whatsoever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think you're I, right. I think that's probably what, more what it is. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm keen to see if they do fiddle around with the, the hit chart because, you know, there are things they could potentially change. The only thing with this, so what are the, some of the Wood Elf uh, or High Elf really good units, do any of them have just a base ballistic skill of six or is it only the, um, like the heroes and stuff? Yeah, I think I think Waywatch is a five, I'm yeah, pretty yeah. sure. So, yeah, as far as I'm aware, it's it's just characters. Because I wonder if any of those maybe the way Watcher champion buffed, would be you know, six to that because at least you're getting that extra roll in maybe. Mm. Oh, that's cool. Um, yeah, uh, but it's a weird got... mechanic for me. I think it's just like a waste of they should have just yeah, add it to up. Weird dice roll. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just yeah. it's it's more weird sort of rules that we didn't need. I, I would have just done what you guys were talking about. Just don't have a long range penalty, and then things hit more. Yeah. <laughs> <don't> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, because yeah, they, we go to the. They mention a few negative modifiers, so it's a yeah, minus one to hit if you've moved, you're long range, you're receiving, like standing and shooting, or partial cover. Um, uh, so we don't know what that means. Is that partial cover is minus one, or is this just describing soft and hard cover? I reckon that's that's minus one to hit if it's part, soft cover or partial cover, and I suspect that yeah, they've left 
they've left out the bit of hardcover, which probably is minus two to hit. Oh, okay. You reckon I reckon. Still in there? Okay. Yeah. I reckon. I don't know. Yeah. That's... I mean, it looks so similar, doesn't it? Like this could be lifted from any version of Warhammer. Almost. Yeah, like that's yeah. all yeah. just classic. And the stuff about mm. um, sevens, eights, and nines to hit yeah. is again it's all the same. Just, you know, the old, the old stuff. And then you know, then we hit a um, good old mm. wound chart, which again is. Mm. <sighs> I'm glad to see it. <laughs> Such an important part of the game. Um, and you don't like AOS just rolling the same dice. No, no you don't like a ridiculous. goblin hitting a giant, a giant or dragon on the same as the giant hitting the goblin. Whatever it is, ridiculous. Yeah. Um, uh, this chart made me realise that <clears throat> this game is going to be. You know, it's not going to like. It's almost like, like this chart is between six and eighths edition. Yeah, yeah. Where 8th yeah. edition was everything got to wound everything, at least it was mm-hmm. 6 up. Yeah. In 6th edition, I think it was more than I think four, you could do it in 8s. Yeah, there was only a couple. You could. I think if it was, if it was strength 3 and if it was toughness 7, you couldn't wound it. Yeah. Um, oh, sorry, the other way around. Yeah, this one's given you an extra 6 up, I think. Is yeah, like right? 2. I think it's 2. Oh, 2. So, okay, yeah, yeah you might be right. Because it was over double, you wouldn't be able to do it. Is that... What it was. Yeah, if it was more than double, yeah. yeah so, okay. yeah, if it was strength three and a strength seven, a toughness seven, you couldn't wound it. Whereas this, it's strength three and then it's, it goes to strength, toughness mm. nine before you can't wound it. So, so it's much less likely. The only to, thing I don't like, like about this is how do you calculate in your head? But I guess you just got to visualize it. It's quite not that hard, actually, because there's only like, it's only, it's only weapon skill. Actually, there's gone weapon, sk- weapon strength to wound. Oh, that's right. Weapon strength, target yeah, toughness. Yeah. It's not a calculation. I mean, you just remember yeah. if it's more than six um, units higher. Isn't it more than six or six? It's pretty rare that's going to come up as well. Yeah, it's no, like so fours. They've got like it goes once you hit six, there's six lots. There's four lots of sixes. And then after that, and then that only is applies for um, yeah. strength four and below. If you have strength five, you can always wound on six at least. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the, the normal part of the wound chart hasn't changed. Um, it's just it's just the extreme toughnesses that have changed slightly, and yeah, if you're more than six, you don't get a lot of toughness nine stuff getting around yeah. either, really. No, yeah, nah. you got to really encounter it, really. But I think it is. Yeah, yeah. it's if anything, it's. Just but, I mean, a there's a lot. There's a few the things here we're noting where it's there's a few buffs here to high toughness, high wound uh, things. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like. Uh, um, I'm getting less wounds at me. I'm getting less AP, and also low strength can't hurt me. If you're so, buffing your toughness, I'm just saying in general in the rules here. So I'm, I'm like, so if I'm a dragon or if I'm a big monster, or like I'm liking these rules. You know what I mean? Because yeah. like, I can get, I'm survivable. I'm not getting one shot it off. You know? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's a good thing, isn't it? Oh, yeah. No, probably. Yeah, exactly. But we might be seeing a lot more cool big monster things on the board, which, again, what I'm saying is I think uh, Games Workshop likes selling big centerpieces. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. true. It's Return of Hero Hammer. It potentially could be, but, I mean, any any hero, any hammer coming back is good. <laughs> so. Yeah. Oh, dear. Okay. Um, so go through the table and then we, I think it just talks a little bit about Armor now, so yeah, they they go compare the armor penetration of the weapon with the armor value of the model it's hitting. So yeah, that's really specify. You're really comparing the 
the AP value. You know, they don't, they yeah. make, you don't mention it straight. It. Yeah. yeah. No. Which, I, I mean, it's good. I like right. it. It's different. Has it ever been like that in fantasy? No, only 40K. No. Okay, Not that cool. I've seen. Yeah. It's um, at ninth age, you said. Um, split it. Yeah, yeah, ninth age they did. Yeah, which I think it's a good change. Um, and, yeah, there's a one save seal, which obviously can't be uh, modified by AP. Um, uh, and then, yeah, there's, you know, they talk a bit about, you know, Moving casualties and, and taking paid tax if you have to. Yeah. Um, is there much else? Oh, yeah, there's a little bit no. about magic at the bottom there. Um, yeah, some different types of weapon. Yeah. Uh, well, like weapons slash uh, not weapons. They're really special rules, breath weapons. Uh, what about this skirmish oh. cavalry can fire oh, and yeah, flee? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Not all of yeah, them, some just some. Skirmish yeah, I cavalry. That. I mean, that, that whole phrase is do they mean like ca- they mean fast cavalry is that what they were meaning I'm to guessing. write there or are they are they talking about actually skirmishing cavalry oh yeah i don't know or uh it's fast cav- to... now skirmishes you know like and we're going to be making a lot of different movement trays hey um <laughs> i mean they could be like there's no reason they couldn't be. no like, yeah it's just pain in the ass to well, except for line of sight i guess <laughs> weird. um yeah, <laughs> the movement traits. The movement we're gonna have to do new, new, new movement traits anyway with the yeah. Body. Yeah. as hitherto unknown size of the cavalry base, which I still haven't. Um, Dwarf and Iron Drakes are definitely here, although we might have seen oh, them yeah. in pictures, so maybe they are. Uh, They're talking we? about cinder blast bombs yeah. with the Iron Drakes. I'm yeah. like, that can quick shot, but then I don't. But don't they have their little Iron Drake gun? I'm, I'm a oh, bit I can't confused. Remember. Hey, what what was the Iron Drake? What was the alternate model when you built Iron Drake? The uh, Iron Breakers. Oh, was it? Oh, really? Okay. Go yeah, on. Yeah. Okay. Right here. Mm. That might yes. get onto my faction discussion I wanted to talk about, but we probably run out of time. Um, okay, cool. Yeah, no, but mm. I like this fire and flee. At least they're bringing some other. I don't know what it is or what it'll do, but it's cool to. Well, um, I imagine it's a standard shoot with a fleet. Yeah, and then butt run away. Reaction. It's pretty cool. Um, yeah. I just you, really wish kind of something cool. like Undead Skeleton Horseman could do it or something. Yeah, no, it's, it's, yeah. it's got to be, uh, you know, Glade Riders for sure. Yeah. You know, that, that's, you know, it's got to be all the you elves. You never bloody catch them, though. <laughs> Freaking annoying. Anyway, it is what it is. Uh, and then, yeah, then you obviously you shoot your magic as well, which yeah. we knew about. So, um, yeah, well, I mean, do you want me to do this bit? Or? Yeah, you can do that bit because I'm going to go through the slogan right in a minute. So I, guess, this a bit. I guess it um, answers a couple of things. Well, A, it talks about human magic is um, human wizards using battle magic. So obviously they have, you know, not split the colleges up and just got this battle magic. So, I mean, the downer to me there is I hope there's still a fair bit of different types of magic in there. But Yeah. Um, not just six spells, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I guess we we'll don't know. Um, and obviously with the fireball here, there's not like that extra, you know, eighth used to have a lot of that, you know, three different levels of spells and stuff like that, where this is just straight up whatever it is. We still don't know how casting technically works. Um, yeah. yeah, I know. And what, yeah. what do you get, make of this whole, do you reckon this is written this way because it's trying to get through everyone else's head that AP and strength are detached, that they have to write... 2d6 strength four hits each with an AP of dash. And then down up on the next spell is d6 plus one strength three hits each with an AP of dash. Like, 
Because the AP value has to be specified for everything now. But, but like, why wouldn't you just say default of AP zero? <laughs> just not oh, as opposed to, to dash. Instead of a dash, yeah. And then not even write it. Oh, you mean like everything is zero unless otherwise specified? Yeah, it just seems very weird. Yeah, that would have been. Uh, I think it's because everyone's going to read two six three four hits and then think it's minus and then yeah think it's a minus, minus one, one to armor save. That's what I was thinking. That's what I'm guessing. Like, is it written that way because they know ninety nine point nine percent of people are coming from a world where strength four yeah. would have given you a minus one save? Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. And maybe maybe later iterations I won't need to put that in. Yeah. But I feel like for this one that makes sense. Then I, I think that's cool. Um, yeah. So yeah, magic missile pretty pretty common. I like. So do you, the other thing with the Magic Vortex, so Fireball is pretty simple, 24-inch bang. Um, yeah, the, pretty simple. And I'm pretty sure Ninth Age also had the similar effect with the fire, like the fire hole, the whole fire magic was strength four with no armor piercing. Ah, oh, you're right. That's right. Yeah. I remember that, yeah. yeah. So it was great against killing elves, yeah. Um, <laughs> the, <laughs> which it always is probably. Um, the Vortex, though, uh, yeah, D6 plus one strength three hits isn't that great. But it, do you reckon all the Vortex is going to be similar to this where you're like trying to get away from like throwing like a purple sun down someone's like line and it's more of like you can put it anywhere you want and do a bit of damage but from then on it's moving around? Just moves around. Just I hope one? so. Yeah. Like it's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. And certainly not game destroying. Yes, that's you right. Know, like they're yeah. just they're just nice little things. Of like, oh yeah, that'll be fun. But so you could put it like right on damage. someone and do a fair bit of damage initially, but then it's going to go wherever. Yeah, which... my dwarves aren't doing an initiative test, are mm. they, Josh? <laughs> <laughs> and obviously, this is a new one. Demonology oh, we're seeing gosh, is a, a no. different. Um, but so definitely, the magic's going to be different. Um, I mean, the cool thing is it's written as battle magic and demonology and stuff as well. So it's, I don't think it's just going to be, you know, again, this AOS worry that a certain character will have these two spells hanging off them. I feel like there still will be spell laws. Uh, I mean, they've already mentioned laws. So hopefully that's the case. You just, you know, they might just, it might only be Empire that just has to use battle magic, which is this blend of them, you know. Yeah, must be like, oh, I mean, it predates the, the Colleges of Magic, isn't it, this period? Yeah, it does. But remember right? that, like, to me, that just is only Empire. Like, you know, high elves still know all the, <laughs> like, magic still exists yeah. and, and the elves still know it. Well, um, this is only just saying battle magic. Like, battle magic just might be just, like, one law mm. that you have access to. You could have access to, humans could have access to four laws. Maybe battle magic is just a law. For some reason, they just called it battle magic. Well, it used to be. I mean, well, that battle magic was the fourth edition magic supplement. There used to be a battle magic deck, wasn't there? Or did they split it up in battle magic? Oh, hang on. I think battle magic came out as the initial one, which only had a few spells, and then they brought yeah. the battle magic supplement out, which split it all up. Surely they're like not that. doing one law for humans. No. Uh, well, yeah, I don't know. But see, like, why would Bretonia be affected by? The colleges of magic change. Yeah. That's the, yeah, to me, magic still exists, whether or not you know about it in different units. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what they do. Uh, Might anyway. flip some cannon around, just change, change mm. a bit of history. <laughs> cool. Anyway, I mean, look, yeah, I mean, the overall summary, what do you guys think of the movement and shooting pace so far? Good. Yeah, really, really hopeful with the changes actually yeah um very like 
much better than I thought they were going to be. Much take more away. Out. Imagine in a world where, like, who cares about AOS? I'm not saying get rid of it, but imagine if this it was, you know, end of eights coming up. This is ninth edition, and they put this in front of you. You wouldn't think any different. You'd go, hey, no, it's yeah. Warhammer Fantasy. It's Warhammer Fantasy. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but they. I feel like if that was the case, they would never. It would never have come like this. No, no, oh, um, no you know what I mean. No. Like if this was coming straight out of eighth, there's no way it would have been this. This no, good. it would have been getting. <laughs> it wouldn't like, have been developed. We've got this super long. hordes. <laughs> they've had four super years. Hordes. Four years to <laughs> super hordes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! You can yeah. eight dice spells now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pay to win. Funny. Yeah. Uh, yeah, cool. Awesome. Uh, we, um, geez, two things already took two hours nearly. Um, <laughs> do you want to, what have you been up to with the slow go there, Josh? Oh my we, God. Uh, <laughs> I might leave my discussion of, um, of units and what do I call it? The, the factions. I want to chat about that at some point, but we'll see how we go. We've we'll, we got time. So yeah. not, not this episode in future episodes. Right. Um, yeah, the slow growth. So it was, yeah, super, really, really enjoyed it, actually. Um, uh, it was it was kind of funny because I hadn't, I've never really run anything like this before. Um, uh, and so getting all the bits together and making sure it all worked okay was, yeah, it was, it was, it was a little bit stressful, but at the same time, as, you know, in the moment, uh, when the games were being played, it was great. Um, so I actually headed in the night before um, to sell the tables because uh, House of War had sort of mentioned to me previously that it's usually a good thing to do just to get things ready. Mm. But um, uh, I think I think they thought it's because we'd be like oh, the like whole day or something games. like that. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So as much as I did that, and it was actually quite helpful because it, it gave me an opportunity to scope out how much terrain they actually have and what they do have and don't have. Because um, uh, then actually I went in and, and set up the table as best I could and then I realized I didn't have any fences and only like three forests. And I was like, oh. okay, <laughs> this is an opportunity for me to bring some extra gear from home tomorrow morning. <laughs> Um, uh, and they had no water terrain at all. I, well, I didn't have any portable water terrain, so I couldn't do anything about that. But yeah, it was it was so it was, it was beneficial for me to head in the, the night before and actually yeah, get a sense of yeah how to where all the terrain is and, and set it all up. And I'll probably be there for about forty five minutes or so. So this was four hundred points, wasn't it? Yeah, it was only on four yeah. by four tables. Small games. Yeah, yeah, okay, small cool. games. Yeah. Um, uh, and then uh, yeah, so then I headed in. Yeah. The, the next morning um, had like one thing I did try to do this time, which I probably won't do again is I did try to do like a draw. Like you probably saw it on the event. Oh um, uh, yeah, I did. Uh, yeah. Where I'd done yeah. like different verses and that type of thing. Yeah. It's probably more of a headache than it's worth really. Cause we had like, you know, as, as you do with these kind of thing, you do have people that go, Oh, I can't, can't come in, you know, this time I'll be there next month, that kind of thing. So I, so, you know, every few days that would happen in the mm. week or two preceding it, and I just keep again. fiddling around yeah. with it, fiddling yeah. around with it. And then, prob- and then in the, probably that night I had three people that couldn't come yeah, uh, all that morning. And so, you know, again, it wasn't too, uh, like I could just shift it around, but physically having a draw actually 
It was mm. probably not ideal anyway because it's just like people – it's not like a tournament where people are coming in and know they have to be there at yeah. Yeah. 8 a.m. Yeah. or something. So, you know, it's sort of like they're trailing over like 40 minutes or so. Yeah, yeah. Which means that if you've got a draw, you're sort of waiting around for your opponent to turn yeah. up. yeah. Probably much easier for people just to pair up when just they get there up and, and, and whatever order you arrive. Yeah, ideally play someone yeah. new, but yeah, it's yeah. sort of. I think it's so informal. It's yeah. probably much easier just to do that. Um, and because the other thing was, if I have a draw where it's an even number of people and I'm playing in someone, um, and he arrives early on, then you know something I'm playing rather than being free to. Else. things you know whereas <clears throat> yeah. if there's no draw and people are just coming and pairing up then i can just be you know you know otherwise unoccupied and just help um, facilitate that type of thing yeah so yeah i think that's definitely what i'm gonna do next 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 month that i'll just be <laughs> if i just show so up and... with those cancellations though you still had a few people turn up there didn't you oh yeah absolutely yeah. so because yeah it was i think we had 19 people sign up for it yeah and then probably had five or six that couldn't that cancelled, and then two that just didn't turn up on the days. Right. Okay, but it had <clears> ten <throat> people turn <throat> up plus me, so it was eleven people, which yep. yeah was was actually yeah I was still like that's as many people as when I set this up I was hoping for <laughs> really. Yeah, and I think I feel like the momentum from the first one I think there's going to be some of the people didn't come and like kind of like oh man I really wish I had now <laughs> so I feel like we might get better. <clears throat> they'll get their six hundred points <laughs> done up, which is good and bad because that means I have to make sure I set up more tables. <laughs> you know, five tables was already it took me a while to set up because there's always the thing with House of War is to have a lot of sci-fi terrain <laughs> it's a mainly right. sci-fi terrain and all the tables are <coughs> yeah, covered yeah. In it. Jet, and you've got to sort it all through like because it's yeah so i've got to separate i've got to yeah. like there's, there's they've got like this wall of shelves so i can just like move it all over and, and f- try to find the few bits of fantasy terrain they have and, and bring it on um i was talking to them afterwards and they're like oh yeah look it's because most of the time people are playing 40k or infinity that's why we have so much sci-fi mm. stuff but if there's yeah. more fantasy players we might get around to building more stuff yeah, yeah. <laughs> um yeah. and the other guy yeah. was like yeah i have a, i have a skaven army i might actually get it out now i'll see you guys play <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's kind of one of those things <laughs> um uh so yeah what was i where was i so wait what, what was i up to before i went on the tangent um uh yeah so i had some dropouts but yeah it was 11 people um uh and yeah the way it worked out was because it was 10 people it was pretty much everyone just paired up in the end uh, yep. mostly in the draw there was probably two other guys that just started playing and then their opponents never turned up anyway so it was fine um uh and that meant i was actually in odd number and i just spent probably the first you know hour or so just like flitting around watching all the games, taking photos yeah. um, and answering questions. And there was a lot of questions, I think, because, yeah, there was there was quite a few people that, you know, this is the first game of six editions since, mm, since six true. editions was released. And then that's Warbands. It's a little different or not really? Does that affect the game? Not the gameplay itself. It affects no, the okay. deployment, the, list, the objectives and, and the list construction. Okay. That's the only yeah. reason why I did the Warbands because I knew the actual game was completely the, the same. Yeah. If it, if it affected the game, I probably wouldn't have touched it because it's, it's yeah. just confusing for everyone. But the fact yeah. it was only just list construction and the deployments, because the deployments was kind of cool. Like you sort of randomize it and there's like four different deployments. Some of them are just normal. Some are like diagonal. There's one that, the one that I ended up playing was like 
one player is in each far corner and the other player is in the center of the other side of the board. So it's kind of like a flanking attack sort of thing, which is, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, so yeah, they got some weird um, deployments, which is, which, and, you know, it's because it's such a small army, mm. so you can really be, you know, I think you can have some fun with those. Um, and then you've, they, they had like six secret objectives, things like, you know, being in your opponent's deployment zone or killing so many of your opponents or the general or um, you know a few things like that um, but they're secret so you don't actually know what your other guy is trying to achieve <laughs> yeah till the end of the game um, so yeah it, 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 it was fun I've never actually used the Warbands rules before um, it's pretty cool so uh, it's, it's pretty cool yeah mm. and then you know each game only went for like you know 45 minutes or so yeah. you know like you just yeah. crack through it quite easily and and because they're smallish units but you still have maybe three or four units. Like it still feels like a reasonable game. You know, it's like yeah. there's still a fair bit of strategy in it. You know, it, as much as each unit is small, they're still exerting a bit of agency because of their, because of their presence. And yeah, you know, there's, there's still some reasonable amount of tactical um, input that you've got to do. I guess the one of the things that we found was that um, uh, at small point values, some things really become surprisingly powerful. That's what I was yeah. going to ask. Is there something that stood out? <laughs> yeah, yeah, for that? sure. So, um, warp lightning was was probably the the big winner of the weekend. <laughs> um, there were two. There were two Skaven armies. Both had just had just had one engineer with like just with some warp lightning. Like not not like built with any like particular malice or huge mm. amount of magic items or anything like that. They just had. They could just cast it, um, uh, but because it's yeah two d six three five hits twenty four inch yeah. range <laughs> when you've got tiny little hands, yeah. it just yeah. it just nails half a you know yeah. <laughs> half an army. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, I think yeah. So because yeah, one one game I think was uh, who was it again? It was um, oh, sorry, Johnny versus Oliver, uh, Oliver's um, Nurgly boys, um, and I think the Johnny Skaven they took out. Nine out of twelve marauders with one with one. Mm. He he rolled because he got war planning off twice. The first one he rolled like eleven, and yeah. then they took out half of <laughs> more than half of the marauders. And then the second one, I think he rolled a ten and took out all these all these dogs as well. Like it just <laughs> it just <laughs> made it very hard for him to for Oliver to, to, yeah, to get yeah. very far. Um, and then the other the other scaper matchup, I think it was against Hiles, and again the war planning took out like like half a unit of I think like seven spearmen in <laughs> one hit, yeah, which yeah. you know in a warband size is like a, a, a huge big. chunk. Um uh, but there was a you know otherwise most of the lists were fairly weren't, weren't overly powerful. Um I think the guy that Travis who played the the Slanish Hordes of Chaos list, he had a aspiring champion with nothing else other apart from a hand weapon and shield. And he was like, this thing is like so powerful at <laughs> 100 points, <laughs> this <Spiring> champion. <laughs> like in the context of 100 points, it was like super yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, dominating. Um, uh, but yeah, my I, I guess I should mainly just go through the game I played because I might as well do a little bit of a battle report. Yeah, yeah, how did yours go? Um, yeah, Because, uh, yeah, mine, mine did okay. So, yeah, I played against Oliver's um Nurgle uh hordes of hordes of chaos Nurgle um uh where he had what was it like 
10 warriors with a, I think it was an aspiring champion type guy, um, uh, and a little single swarm base and like nine warhound sort of dog guys and a unit of like 12, I want to say, um, marauders, I think just yep. with hand weapon shield. I think the, the warriors had great weapons actually, which is um, interesting. Um, and yeah, so my, I had just to remind you, I had the, the, the 10 devoted sort of witch elf type girls and the, the sorcerer on level two with Slanesh magic and two out of demonettes and the six um, repeated crossbows. Um, uh, and yeah, we deployed it, as I mentioned, the, the flanking one where he actually was in each far corner. He had the dogs and the warriors and the swarm on one side and the, the, um, the marauders on the other uh, on my marauders on my right and the, the other three units on my left and I sort of had I had the crossbowmen uh, and the, the sorceress and the the mounted demonettes um, on facing the three he's a three units so on my right and then on my left I just had the witch elves or the dev, devoted facing the marauders um, and he he moved up quite aggressively because he didn't have anything ranged or magic. You know, he's only yeah. got combat stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and then I I roll I with the Velithra, my uh, sorceress. I rolled the the whip. Well, I didn't roll it, but I took it. The whip, the level one whip spell, which is like um, twelve inch range, but it's d six strength six hits. Oh, um, yeah, right. so so pretty brutal. But it's you know it's a really short range. So I, when I got yeah. it, I was kind of like, oh, I guess this will come in handy maybe we'll see like it depends on if yeah, like, yeah. Uh, range or not um and i, and I rolled uh, the distraction spell whose name escapes me uh, at the moment um uh, but it's the one where you put a marker on the board and then that unit just has to head straight towards it um, oh yeah right. uh, so yeah i think uh i managed to whip the dog so the dogs moved up quite far up um, yeah, uh, and I and I actually positioned the crossbows to shoot at the dogs and the sorceress to to, to whip at them, um, and then I got the the whip off on irresistible, like on two dice. So they rolled like double sixes and, yeah. and I rolled four wounds, and then the dogs took you know four out of nine die. They they panic check you know leadership five, and they rolled ran off the board immediately. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't even get to shoot with the crossbows. The crossbows actually couldn't do anything. I was like, oh, <laughs> poor dogs. Um, uh, and I'd push the mountain demonheads right up um, behind them and then I saw the swarm by itself and I was kind of like oh let's see what happens here so I actually charged the the two mountain demonheads into the into the Nurgle swarm yeah probably not the best idea but I, I just hadn't I'd never played with the mountain demonheads and I just wanted to see what they could do like, <laughs> um, but I feel like because it's a swarm where it's a single base with four wounds yeah, and the demonets are so squishy. You know, if they get if they get hit, they 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 die yeah. easily. Um, basically, I fluffed all six attacks, didn't hit with anything. <laughs> are the, the swarms like weapon skill two? Are they like crappy? Yeah, they're like yeah. yeah I think weapon skill two just got lots uh, of wounds. strongest toughness three, I think. But yeah, um, yeah, four attacks and four wounds. Um, and yeah, they did one wound back and they killed the killed the demonet, and then the other one popped when I rolled the nine on the break on the spell <laughs> test. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> probably not the best use i probably should have kept um threatening behind you know different things and then maybe getting a flank charge or something with somebody else that was in combat um because yeah. uh, the yeah, the devoted had moved up and it got a charge on the marauders um uh and 
Man, they have a lot of attacks each. They because they've got two base and they've got extra hand weapons. So they've got three attacks each, oh, and then the champ's yeah. got four. And I was kind of like, yeah. "Holy crap!" So yeah, I'm, I'm I'm counting all these dice, and like at this point in the in the morning, it's like no one's really had more than like five or six dice in a single combat mm. round. <laughs> Suddenly, yeah. I'm like counting up seventeen <laughs> dice. <'cause Yeah. laughs> like, what the jump. hell? <laughs> um, uh, so yeah, I proceeded to roll them all, and. I did a complete whiff. So oh, I think no. I only, I hit with less than, it was threes to hit and I hit with like, threes and fours. Wow. Yeah. I hit with like eight and then yeah. I wound with two. Oh. <laughs> and then he's got a five up armor save oh, and he geez. saves both. <laughs> so oh. No wow. wounds out of 17 dice. Oh, <laughs> um, uh, and then funnily enough, the Marauders then strike back they also failed to wound me, even though I'm only half three with no armor save. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so neither of us did any wounds. Um, yeah. So he actually won the combat on combat res because I didn't have a standard. Um, and he had two two ranks and outnumbered me. So I, yeah, he, right. I, won, I lost by three. And then I, ro- I had so I had to get a five on the break test and I, and I roll five. And so oh. I, I hang around, which I was, <laughs> I was like, oh my yeah, god, yeah. this is such a relief, because that was that was going to be badness if if I if I broke then, because um, uh, then the following turn, the following combat round, um, uh, the reverse happened. So I actually managed to actually get some wounds. So I think I did six wounds in the next one, um, and then I won the combat by three. Um, yeah. Uh, so, so then you can he, attack back. Yeah. Yeah, because he, he he didn't do any wounds because I'd take it. I think I think his champion was still alive, but I think yeah. he just failed. They just rolled double ones or something and didn't hit anyway. Yeah. Um, uh, so yeah, yeah. So I won by three. And then he failed his break test, um, and I just ran him down. So that was a real turning point, I think, for the, mm. that, that I was quite yeah. fortunate to to pass the break test. And then yeah, I think he was testing on a four or something, which was probably even worse. But again, like I was just lucky I passed the break test on a five because yeah, that would have been. Uh, probably a turning point in the game, really. Because um, while that was happening, yeah, the Warriors continued to advance down the center. Um, yeah. Uh, and they were they were heading towards the crossbows and the sorceress. Um, now, what I chose to do is rather than back off with the crossbows, I kind of just let him come close to me. And as long as he was in short range and not quite in charge range, I was quite happy just to keep shooting at him. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so I think he'd, he'd moved to quite close so i actually did because the unit is six so i got 12 shots i got like five wounds off and he's rolled all four five of his save or four up saves and he's saved them all (laughs) oh crap (laughs) okay um uh and then the sorceress you know these turns like after i did the whip on the dog she tried she's tried to cast two like multiple other spells over different turns after that I've like completely failed to cast anything for the following yeah. two magic phases. Uh, right after his, or was, was it right before? Oh yeah, it would have been that turn. So the turn he did the the five out of five four up saves. So I tried to cast whip on the on the warrior block as well, and I miscast her. Oh. So I've got so a she's miscast on the whip, and then a miscast. Yeah, so she's got. Yeah, so <laughs> so I miscast the whip, and then he saved all the crossbow shots. Um, yeah. uh, and then I think actually they were in charge range at that point. I think I decided not to move them back because I didn't want to have any movement penalty for shooting at them because I just wanted to, because I was like, I'm going to believe in my crossbows yeah, yeah. to take out these guys, maybe cause yeah. a penny check. 
you know, or whittle them down enough. And maybe with the whip, you know, I won't need to move them back kind of thing. And then the whip miscast. Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, he saves all five four-up saves. And yeah. so then he ch- then he charges, and I can think another two wounds through on the standard shoot, and again he saves both of them. Oh, you're <laughs> oh, in a bit of trouble. Yeah, nice <laughs> one up saves. Um, so yeah, so then they get in combat, and obviously the the great weapon warriors with the aspiring champion just I think they kill four. The crossbows and the crossbows just flee, obviously, and then they yep. get run down. Um, so your sorceress wasn't in the unit. They were just, no, she was no, just she was just hanging around. Like yeah, she could yeah. quite happily just. Would drift around because there's nothing that could threaten her with range because yeah. there was no magic, no shooting. Magic so, yeah. you know, I mean, I technically it would have been safe because as long as you're within, is it about five inches five, or something? Yeah, I think you, so. you can't yeah, be yeah. Dying anyway. Um, but yeah, she was she was quite happily just flitting around. I didn't have her in the unit for sure. <laughs> that would have yeah. been a disaster. Um, uh, and then the next turn, which would have been near the end of the game, um, did she did finally get a whip off on the unit, and I think she. I think it rolled a four. So it was four strength, six hits, and then left one warrior um, uh, and the aspiring champion uh, left by himself. So I think his uh, secret objective was to get a third of his unit strength into my deployment zone in the end. Um, but because it was yeah. only like Temple and Ice left, I think if I hadn't killed those last few warriors, he would have done it. But um, yeah. uh, managed, luckily, I killed them. I didn't realize that was trying to do. Um, what, what, my, what were you trying to do? Mine yeah. was trying to kill more than half of his unit, his oh, okay. unit strength, um, which I, when I, when I took out the um, Marauders, that pretty much um, effectively um, confirmed that. Got you that. Um, yeah. So they did pretty well. Like, um, Magic Slanish magic seems fairly good. Uh, mm. I think like magic at the low low point values is quite potent. Um, yeah, so that's in hindsight you think yeah, anything that we that is rolling two d six, considering you're going to have like units that are yeah oh, six or eight. Yeah, well, yeah, like and if there was any other spells, it's almost like you just ratchet them down. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, you're not playing if you're playing it all the time. You would, but. You know, this is just a gradual step up. You're not really doing it to play. Yeah, it's only the one off, games wasn't it? all the time. Because now you're yeah, back to no, yeah. Because yeah. yeah, you'll be up to six hundred points, and yeah, it'll yeah. I think I think as you get slightly bigger, yeah, people will have more and more magic defense. I'm not sure six hundred points are still pretty restrictive because mm, that's have normal to, now. It's yeah. normal now, so you then have to go. Oh, I've got to fill out these units, so you still don't have much yeah. space yeah. for a scroll a scroll caddy, but maybe eight hundred or thousand, you you you'd be able to squeeze in a, a wizard or something. Um, so did everyone get the people that turned up? Did they like? Did were they all painted and everything? Did they get what they wanted done? Or they... Uh, probably about half were were painted, like okay. fully, were painted, or maybe two thirds. There was a couple that. But at least they were, turned up but, then. But most, I'd say most were painted and painted to a yeah quite a good standard, I would say. Cool. Um, there was one especially that was like a Night Goblin army. I don't know if you saw the photo of it on the post I put on. No, but there was a there was like a neon um, theme Night Goblin army, which is like oh, you know, super high contrast. He left the bases yeah. black, but then he put like fluorescent colors along the edge of the bases and that type like oh, it was like a, almost like a tron <laughs> theme type yeah. thing you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> which like it's just it's it's it just looks it's so eye-catching on the table mm. um, yeah yeah uh but yeah there was yeah yeah quite a few good looking armies um uh and yeah ho- hoping for to see more of it in a, in a month's time so yeah next one is in only four weeks time because logistically that's how it worked out yeah. with House of War. Um, Which you're only doing the 200 points, it's only half as much 
as what you've already done. Tussie. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. it's it's relatively small anyway. Might be able to um, catch up. But I'm, <laughs> I'm mainly I'm hoping for the I'm trying to make the intervals five weeks, you know, on average. And then just yep. depends on House of War as to their particular Shady. availability. I'm trying to yeah. I'm trying to book in for till April at the moment, but they haven't replied yet. But um uh, yeah, and obviously other tournaments that type of thing like I've tried to avoid hitting the same weekend as Uprising, which is a mm-hmm. big tournament in, in Victoria around March. Um, uh, and, you know, trying to keep a reasonable... Um, Do you reckon any of these simple. six... Cause is Uprising the one that was advertised the other day? Yep. Maybe it was. Yeah. Do you reckon any of them will... Will they still go ahead or do you reckon they'll end up switching or they'll just... Those guys will always do six? Ben is... too early to say. That is very sure is. I mean, this year for sure, the next uprising will definitely be six edition. Right. Like he's like adamant. Yeah. <laughs> I've spoken to him about it. Yeah. It's like, yeah. definitely going to be six. It's too early. Would... Can't, can't possibly yeah, yeah. swap over to the old world. I just, Although uh, if it happens in January, maybe there's someone more time, on YouTube. But, uh, he loves six oh. edition. Was it? Yeah, just it was funny. I think it was someone on YouTube or somewhere said that they've already booked in the first. They reckon they got the first. Maybe it's in Sweden or something. First old world tournament. Oh, already? Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah like they've locked in like late Feb. Oh my god, it's so. funny. That's hilarious. <laughs> Maybe just um, wonder. I wonder if we can yeah. do that. Yeah. I'm not sure what like Newcastle. Happen. We should. Uh, we should. Uh, we should first run the Australian first old, old world. We'll just pick yeah. it first week of March or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I I feel like. Yeah. Um, Uprising is, is going to be six edition for the foreseeable future. I mean, the thing is, it's so hard to plan any of this. Like, even with the slow grow, like trying to think of yeah. what I'm going to do with it. Like, actually, I was talking about it with a couple of the guys, and they were kind of, I was surprised. They were kind of like, can we just keep doing six? Mm. <laughs> I was kind yeah. like, oh, okay, <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, so, I mean, I'm, I'm very open in, in terms of, you know, how we want to, you know, the slow grow is going to be handled in that regard. And, Probably, I'm probably just leaving it to up to people as, as to what they want to do. And you might get this um, weird, I don't know, like even if it drops because it's not technically a new version and it potentially has different base sizing and stuff, I reckon there is, I reckon it's going to be massively popular but I still think there's going to be this, yeah, six-month window where people are transitioning or building yeah, a, an yeah. old world yeah. army up so they still want to yeah. play like something else. So I think it'll be fine. And uh, like ironically... Looking at the rules released, it's probably not going to be that that different. huge difference to no. sixth edition in a way. No. Like we're probably going to have equal amount of fun playing it. It's just that it's so new and shiny and exciting more than yeah. anything. But there's, I don't think there's, you know, there's no point like tearing up everything. That I mean, like we said before, nothing's stopping you technically going. Well, let's play old world rules this game. Well, you know, I mean, or if yeah. you finish your old, if you yeah. finish this game, play it again, just with the old world rules. Keep the same list, <laughs> but just yeah, play, yeah, just to sure. try it out. You know that type for of sure. thing. For sure, like so. I think that's absolutely yeah, an option. Mm. Sorry, <laughs> yeah, like oh. yeah, that's the thing. You Sorry, just, I until it's the, out, um, I missed the mute button. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, <laughs> the world's been we've been on pause for too long. So the more hammer people are playing, the better. So oh, I'm just so excited so. about the reception for the slogan. Like, yeah. Um, there's been no regular meetings for wargaming in this way around the eastern suburbs of Melbourne for years. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And if this forms into something where every month or two we just have a fairly regular group of people playing fantasy, mm-hmm. that's going to be amazing. You know, you know yeah. something that, yeah. 
It's yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Again, not uh, like I'm pretty bullish, obviously, on the whole old world stuff. And I'm also, I don't know, I just feel like so. The other thing that I was listening to the other day was um, I don't know if you guys know that like Face Hammer. Did you ever follow that years ago? So, like, you know, the real comp, they're all the they were ETC players and stuff. And I can't Russ Veal, his name is, and he runs Face Hammer, which was a podcast. And, you know, they were all in the eighth edition thing. And I mean, they've played yeah. version after version after version. But some of those guys were involved in the whole fixing AOS crap because, you know, when, you know, how AOS oh, went, yeah, came yeah, out yeah. and then yeah. basically was it Ben Johnson or whatever? They just went, this is shit. We need to actually put points on it. And they put points. And anyway, so then Games Workshop got them in to help with AOS 2. And then, you know, rest is history and it's obviously an awesome and popular game now and now at least him like this face hammer guy russ he's started basically a set of old world videos and he's going yeah i'm going to be playing it. i'm not stopping aos but it doesn't really scratch my wargaming fantasy itch like warhammer yeah. fantasy did yeah and i just you see these big players come hopefully back um and just going on your point josh with melbourne like you know melbourne had a lot of those you know like all your, your mates like nick Nick and stuff who ran all what, what was Dwellers Below was that those guys I can't remember yeah, but, you know like they had all yep, that back crew those days. yeah they ran you two know, massive tournaments in the yeah, CBD well, in the hotel yes. there like it was yeah. it was a whole thing I think um, they're gonna come out of the woodworks I think so like if yeah. you were you looking at that that recent post on the sixth edition Facebook group which is show it had a breakdown of the location of the players of, oh, in, I didn't know in I didn't the Facebook that. group I oh, didn't oh. see it. No, okay, God, I should look at that. In the entire group, mm -hmm. the high, the city with the most is Melbourne. Is Melbourne? It? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah right. doesn't surprise me. Yeah, that's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. I was like, what the hell? Mm. <laughs> uh, I think I think Sydney was in the top three as well, and then Brisbane was like top five or something. Like, yeah, I Newcastle was a bit further down, unfortunately, but um, uh, but yeah, the the Australian cities. Maybe it's because I don't. Maybe it's ge geographically, we're all sort of so concentrating there whereas in the uk everyone's stressed spread out into spread different out, regions yeah. more maybe that's why yeah. it popped up so high but mm. i was still surprised that melbourne was the top of the list someone <laughs> did like, mention yeah, the yeah. other day that they reckon australia is one of the the ones that kept fantasy alive for so long you know like in terms of just in terms of standard not like not ninth age and all that but just in terms of like sixth standard. or eighth yeah just, that type of yeah, stuff. Standard. yeah yeah maybe maybe we're well, a bit slower yeah. just we're so far down the world we don't realize it it ended we just kept playing it <laughs> Yeah. Uh, <coughs> yes. We just thought the eBay high prices was just Games Workshop kept putting the price up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, we're getting on. We should uh, wrap this one up soon then, do you think? That was um, – so that's cool, Josh. Yeah, I'm interested to see where you go with that. I'm going to try and get mine done still, but let's see where we go. Yeah. yeah, it sounds like it's really – like really took off, like to have that many people sign up and then you had that sort of turnout. Um, yeah. I, yeah. I reckon I reckon that's really good to have that five six tables. I'm excited to like remember I ran that slow grow at Legions and yeah did, did the demons and stuff, but eighth died. Yeah, like yeah. in the middle of it mm. or the end of it, I yeah. can't remember what it was, and it was just yeah. like I'm excited with the old world to have yeah. a slow grow, and not this one that you're doing, Josh. But like I'd be very keen next year to like I was saying, yeah, like tailor full gamers or, or yeah, just yeah. kick off a new army in a new version of a game as well. Like I think they're yeah. so it's a good way to build up an army. You know, it's awesome. Yeah, yeah, and also yeah, not just an army but a scene as well. Of well yeah, exactly. Totally. Get the community involved. 
Absolutely. Yeah, because yeah, so many people that were playing yesterday or Sunday were just come out of the woodwork. People that yeah had hardly played Warhammer for years. You know, mm. like it was yeah. great. It was really cool. Yeah. Um, you know, like I was the good thing with me not playing was that yeah I was running around answering answering questions that were like really like questions that people that clearly hadn't played Warhammer for a long time you know and yeah and so they're like looking through their phones looking for anything and I just went up like what do you guys want to know and they're like oh what's this and, and I was like I just, just do this and I'm like oh, okay yeah. <laughs> like, just, like it was just it's good practice it was, for CanCon man for you yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I feel like CanCon is going to be more, more, more complicated questions just roll the dice yes 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 if I'm playing that's what that will be the response for sure yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Cool. Anyway, yeah. I might um, wrap this one up soon. Actually, we did yep. have question times, but Paul Gilfoss, we put him off last. Let's do oh, one no. of his questions. Hang on. Let's just do a simple yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. I feel bad if, we, if we don't answer the them bottom. again. <laughs> yeah. He sent a few and he'll keep sending, which is fine. So he, I don't think you'll mind if we don't do all of them. Why don't we do one of the bold ones in the bottom, which are a bit just quicker? Um, I've, which, I've uh, got to answer his high elf one. Oh, you can. You stage. can. I took that was in last. Do, is that quick to answer then? About the Havens. Uh, the, oh. It's sort of like what, what, where the high elves in the old world. It was in last yeah. week's episode. Oh, notes. was that taken out? Yeah. I thought it was sorry. in here. It was in last week's one because I wasn't sure if we'd answered it or not. Yeah, yeah. No, I will do another one. I can paste it back in. No, no, I'm trying to find where they were. No, nah, well, let's just do one of these and I'll whack that in. Um, what do you think? Uh, which one do you, should we do? There? These are more for what we would do, I guess. How about um, how about something easy like what are top of what are your top three armies in the old world for each of us? So, which ones would you play and or stuff? So they're they're probably pretty easy in some sense because what you already got, but. Yeah. Um, what would you do, Andrew, with the nine factions that are there? What's the top three that you uh, would You know, be? the top two I've got straight dwarves up. Dwarves and el- high elves. Dwarves, high elves. Yeah. Um, and oh, I'd probably be pushing my vamps, although I'm really keen to get the Chaos Dwarves going. But, the but they're not the, the core factions dwarves. then? So no, no. Well, Is there I'd... a core faction that you would lean towards? A core. I'd have to start a new army, of course. Mm, yeah. Which I uh, have done previously many times. Um, oh, jeez. I I love my orcs and goblins. Um, I've collected and moved on orcs and goblins many times. <laughs> um, I, I do like the craziness about them, but I'd I would like to go a straight goblin army, which I think Josh is doing as well you definitely started one mm. didn't you josh are you still mm-hmm. doing that yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I always like the idea of just doing um just straight uh forest goblins um, oh, yeah. oh, we, that'd be cool i hope they bring them back they yeah. don't really have them no that'd be cool if they yeah did. that that would be it they're my three and that'd be different to aos you don't see forest goblins in aos do you so no nah, oh well they're part of the gobbo they they do have them but oh, yeah, they're not not specifically, just mm. forest goblins. Uh, how about you, Josh? What's your three? I think. I... Likewise, I we know the first two. <laughs> do you? I <laughs> oh, do. It? Wow. 
<laughs> you got bread yeah, and wood obvious. elves already, don't you? Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Those are my two main helmets. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, Brits and what else? I don't know. I don't know with Brits what faction type I'll be. I'll be so, I'm so intrigued to see how they structure the Errantry War um, variants that they've mentioned already and the yep. exile variants and that uh, type of thing. Yeah, true. Um, yeah. Because Errantry is, is, I really love that as a theme. Mm. I've got a lot of fifth edition errant knights you know that i used at cancon last year and it was yeah it was fun just having them run around fairly impetuous and hard to control and just yeah they were they were they're a fun army to play with um yeah wood elves river second and then yeah probably orcs and goblins i guess because yeah i am doing a gobbo army um sort of the main factions that'll be my way to go i really hope that uh, I mean, it's probably unlikely to happen with the Dark Elves um, uh, because they're probably only going to get a basic list and, you know, mm. you probably not got a huge amount of variants, but I'd love to see a, yeah, a Slanesh variant Dark Elf list <laughs> that I could use these, Maybe these we pictures need a topic. that I painted up for. <laughs> we might have to do a topic, like I said. On I was going to bring up this like, questions I had around factions and models and stuff, but maybe we need to squish that in before... It gets fully announced because, yeah, there's a few questions around that because I'm wondering with these not like you just said with the errant stuff, um, mm. errantry and Games Workshop's propensity, is that the right word, whatever, of like, you know how they do detachments and stuff in all the other um, armies. Like, so you've got this one army but there's like five radical different ways to sort of deal oh, with yeah, yeah, stuff. Yeah. Like I wonder if that's more of a thing because they've already got the Empire which is going to be already in turmoil so split up between whatever three yeah. particular things and then like you're saying with brats maybe there's more options here to have yeah you might still just collect brats but you end up with three different armies you know yeah um, yeah which yeah, you I didn't really do much in the in the old versions you know nah yeah was, not in the core rule book i mean you had all the back of the book yeah but only in six like eight they got rid of all that would be cool if oh yeah, no, yeah, back yeah a bit yeah, better also yeah. about six yeah it's mm. real mixed bag like that's one of the best things about six is yeah. you know, you've got so many variant army lists that create yeah. so much flavor and, and variance to the game. The, the eighth edition lost so much of that. So mm. I think I feel like from what they've said about the Bretonian lists and the options they're going to give there, I think they will bring a lot of that in. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I, no, I'm all for that. That'd be really good. That's cool. Yeah. Well, I mean, my top three armies are the ones I've actually got are already there, I guess, Empire, Tomb Kings and bloody um, Orcs and Goblins. But I think in terms of a new one, I already said I'll probably try Chaos just as a new one if we do a slow grow or something next year on that just because I have got no Chaos, so that'd be cool. I've got Demons, yeah. but they're not a supported one, but like Hordes. Yeah, um, I'd probably do a similar thing mm. that, you know. What, demons? Chaos? Yeah, or like demons. as in just expand the Slanesh side of my yeah little guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That'd be cool. Anyway, well, that's that. That tells us tells Gilthos a little bit about what we're thinking, but we'll keep adding on. I'll cross that one out that we did it, and then we'll do the high off one next week. So must yeah. have left it in the other one. I've done I've done some study on that. He got me. He tickled my intrigue, and uh, actually, she went looking for his high off question. Cool. Okay. Well, we'll cover that next week. Um, we might have to close this one out there, guys. What do you reckon? It's yep. Yep. On. Definitely. Yep. It's getting you guys on. excited about? So the other news, I guess. Sorry, is Ooh, this weekend yeah. is. Almost forgot. What's it called? War. 
that's a preview, but what's it called? I think it's Warhammer World Championships or something. Ah, who knows? Um, so, yeah, we're seeing a hopefully another Old World reveal, which mm. I'm hoping is what we're getting for Tomb Kings, but who knows? That's just a rumour. Yeah. I'm actually at a concert, yeah, so think... you guys have to send me, like, messenger pictures. Because <laughs> I probably won't concert? be able to look what at it in real time. Um, R&B Fridays? Ooh. I'm not like my wife loves R and B, so we're all going down, just a group of people. So Yeah. Right. It's one I, I better not yeah. be on my phone the whole time. So <laughs> <laughs> <Checking>. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear. Yeah, so I think good. it might it's be It's at five o'clock or something, but because this thing's at two, I'll probably be, you know. Is it at one PM yeah. or something? Yeah, something ASD? like that. Yeah. Um I feel like it's a good chance there's gonna be Tomb King Minions reveal. Like it's not mm. surely it's not gonna be like we had a lot of rules already, and they're doing that separately. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's going to be, be inches of some kind. Yeah, it'll be a miniature. It'll either be that, or they'll show more what's actually coming. But yeah, I feel like they'll. Yeah. I think it'll be Tomb Kings, but again, we haven't seen any Tomb Kings, which is really interesting. That's what I was sort of yeah. starting yeah. to think. Mm, yeah. Maybe we are going to see, you know, redone core or something. Yeah, so it's interesting. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Cool. Anyway, and then next week let's we'll chat about that and we'll definitely get on to combat if they've released that, which it's already yes. blacked out on their thoughts? site. Now, this is one thing I was thinking of. Knowing that we're only shooting in one rank, mm. how likely do you think is there going to be supporting attacks in combat? Well, if they're talking about that, everyone in the front row fights, I, I don't think there will be unless it's spears or something. Mm. Yeah, maybe spears only. Yeah, that'd be interesting. I just, I reckon they'll, if they do that, it's going to end up being you're going to have to have 50 people in units all the time to withstand the damage. <laughs> like if everyone in the front rank can attack and then they all get supports, even oh, if, if they're they not in base. As well. Even if yeah. they're in base to base. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's part of the problem. I, think. I hope they just don't have like you can't attack back if you're dead. That's the one thing. Ah, uh, yeah, same. Yeah. Oh, step up. Just step up. Just step up, I, yeah. yeah. Just, just easier to work out, probably. Yeah. Well, I have faith that it's going to be good anyway. Like, um, yeah. the last three so. weeks have all been better than expected, and I'm quietly hopeful that the rest of it's going to be similar. Mm. Yeah. That is. Yeah. No, you go, Andrew. Yep. No, no, I was, I was agreeing. It's, oh, yeah. No, I was just going to say, was there anything else in combat that was controversial oh, it's probably just things like the it's more morale like steadfast and all that i think that's yeah, the other things we want to yeah, know but know we don't know if we're getting that next about, week or yeah, not yeah pushbacks or route tests or that type mm. of thing and whether or not they'll go about going on about rank bonuses and yes i think that's all critical to know isn't it but we just mm. yeah but yeah They've, it's still geez there's probably you know seven eight of these to come if they're going to do them all the way to like good psychology. Yeah. You know, I don't know what else. We need magic as a whole thing. Yeah, like we don't know how thing. Is there works. resources management at all? Or do you just mm. cast a spell each phase? Yeah. Um, Even uh, list construction would be interesting. Like how do you actually build a list? Like is it going to be percentages? Is it going to be core? Mm. Is it going to be, you know. Oh, there's so much to unpack, Colin. <laughs> you can talk for hours about this <laughs> How big is the book going to be? Yeah. How much money are they going to take off? How, how many much are they going to take Beautiful. Where do I put the wheelbarrows of cash? Like where yeah. do which you know? Like where do I wheel it? To? <laughs> yeah. I'm asking them; they haven't answered me yet. It's like 1930s Germany. You're just coming in. <laughs> yeah, <it's, laughs> 
Do they want to uh, take my youngest daughter as well? I'm happy to give it all if they give me a good, <laughs> give me a good Warhammer game back. <laughs> anyway. It's an exciting cool. time. Well, yes, it is. Very exciting. Hopefully uh, hopefully the listeners agree. I'm pretty sure they will, if, especially if they listen to the end of this. So, yeah. Anything else, guys, you want to chat about or we'll uh, no, I close out? No, you need to go to bed. <laughs> Yeah, well, good. <laughs> no worries, Jeff. I'll let you go there. Thanks, uh, everyone, for listening to Old World Fanatics. And as usual, hit us up. Give us five-star ratings if you could. And you. definitely hit us on Instagram and threads and bloody everything else uh, and Twitter and all that stuff. And until next week, the next batch of rules. Yeah. Have, have they used their actual website yet or has it all been on the community oh, website? Oh, look, man. No way. I'm just saying community. That's where I go. It's yeah. so ridiculous they made that website and it, uh, <laughs> what was it even called? Old World. The Old remember. World? Or Old World? This is a great uh, end podcast. The yeah, Old yeah. World is welcome. That nah, they haven't. It's just the same. Have it, it's still the same. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. was announced <laughs> with such fanfare. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, that's cool. All right. Cool, guys. Um, all right. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys.